0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Films Like the First Time, the show where me and my co-hosts uh, watch films that w- at least one of us has seen before, but at least one of us has never seen before. I mean,
1: not just films, though. We're we're doing movies. iconic films I, I, that I'll... everyone should have seen, and yet, somehow, at least one of us has not. Uh,
0: I will even make the caveat to say movies, because I think some of the... The films we're going to watch are iconic, not because they are films, but just... I feel like
2: they are all very reputable.
0: uh, So far, but we're also only on episode two. Uh, So if you didn't listen to the first episode, a sorry for the audio issues. We had some problems in post that lost the track, and so we had to uh, recover as much as we could on that, and I appreciate you listening, Um, but uh, this this week, actually, you know what, Before, before
2: we even talk about the movie, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Nick Mataragas. Who's, you should point, so we know. Okay. I'm Dave.
1: I'm Amanda.
0: And welcome to the show. All right, last time we talked about It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Yes, we did, because it was Christmas. Yes,
0: and so we had this beautiful feel-good movie, and then Dave went and suggested the movie for tonight that we we're talking about, um, which is David Fincher's film, uh, A Very Wet Movie, Seven. I was wet. Wow. So, Dave, why don't you tell Yikes. us a little bit about why you picked
2: seven? Seven is uh, probably in my top five all time. Um, it it brought me. Well, I won't say it's my first Fincher experience because that was unfortunately Alien Three. Um, but uh, why? I mean, it, it sticks with me. It's unnerving, and I, I and no matter how many times I watch it, it's still like creeps into my cells and uh, uh, it's it's not emotional but it's just like
1: gives you the ick
2: yeah like you just feel uneasy and that's what like those are the kind of movies that stick with me like that you know like uh, uh, Last House on the Left uh, like these kind of things where it's like it ends there's an ending and you're like oh do I wish there was more but I don't know if I could stand anymore, but I don't mean that in like a bad way. It's just kind of like, it's perfectly tidied up at the end. There's so much visual uh, stuff. There's, uh, I just, I just adore it. Um, even when, uh, I even had it on the, the DVD that you had to flip over. Oh, back in the day. I nice.
1: remember those.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember, uh, I, re- I remember a-, a young lady, uh, lying next to me watching the movie while I'm trying. I was trying to sleep and she had to wake me up so I could flip the disc over.
1: She couldn't flip the disc over? She didn't
2: know what the hell happened. Oh. Oh. Um, before the days of dual layering.
1: Uh, Yes, Uh, for anybody under the age of, uh, you know, 35.
2: A DVD is a disc. Well, no.
1: Sometimes, (laughs) sometimes, much like uh, vinyl, they couldn't fit everything all on one side and you had to flip it over. Yeah. Also, you know, some VHSs came with two tapes. Yeah, Titanic. Oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs)
3: yeah.
0: Titanic was one of those. So I was the uh the film virgin on this one. I had not seen Seven before.
2: What is wrong with you? Yeah, it like- was
0: on my list of things to watch and I just never got around to it.
2: Yeah, well, whatever. 30, um, 30 you know, 27 years. You
0: know, I will say, uh, and we'll get into the film more as we go. I will say that I think having not seen it, but knowing what the film is about and knowing the ending, because everybody knows the ending of Seven. Shh. And I'm spoil it even the fact that...
1: It, no, we're going to spoil it, so if you haven't seen Seven and you don't yeah, want to spoil... Right. You
2: don't spoil it at
0: don't, the top. Uh, even, don't listen to this podcast. Even like the fact that it's 2024 by the time you're hearing this, um, and the movie was made in the early 90s, and... Mid. It, mid to early 90s, whatever. Mid. Um, And it... I think it loses... It lost a little bit of its luster because of that for me. Um, I also want to say that I going into this, that I'm going to be critical in a a lot of ways, but I don't think this is a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. Um, It also has the, 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 you know, it set a lot of precedent for film going forward as well. And I think that's important to to recognize as well when I go into this. So um, don't hate me for my criticisms of Seven. We're going to hate you. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Because you're wrong.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
2: I hate you already. Oh, I'm sorry. I was nowhere near the yeah. microphone. I hate you already.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. So we get right away. We, we get an establishing shot of Morgan Freeman and uh, th- this crime scene like like it's not the crime scene from the seven killer. It's a different crime scene at the beginning. Just opening up. Just show us who Morgan Freeman is. Who is a, de- a New York City detective?
2: Uh, n- wh- why do you say he's a New York City detective?
0: Everything says New York City about this
2: movie up until the end. The town has no name okay fine not New York City detective I don't know it seems more like Seattle more as much as it rains there yeah
0: but not the the, the the style yeah the but then later
1: they're in the desert so yeah, right. which
0: yeah. I want to get I'll get to that later because that's real weird to me it feels like New York I think I think it was intended to be New York I thought it was Detroit I could see Detroit it
2: definitely feels East Coast. I don't know. It's got all that grime that you look for. Like it well, I guess that's it, probably why it You feels know what he's it is? If it's not New yeah. York, like it's not it's it's got a it, the the city is a character in this just it, like in Philadelphia or something in, in, in like yeah. uh this if this is New York, Baltimore. It's not it's not Marty Scorsese's New York.
0: No, it's well It, it, it it's, sure
2: is like Woody Allen's New I think York. it's closer to Marty Scorsese's Taxi Driver New York. Uh, I mean the way the way that they that people look at it yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean it does the whole feel of whatever city like you said Baltimore or maybe Philadelphia or some city that is obviously fallen on hard times. I could see right.
0: Baltimore too yeah. actually, yeah. Yeah, especially if you've watched any of The Wire, you could see Baltimore. Oh, uh, <laughs> you and you see
2: yeah. uh, you know, actors from The Wire in the movie.
0: Yeah. Um but we get established right away that that A Morgan Freeman is a very good detective and he is surrounded by really terrible cops. Like I think that's one of the first things we notice in this movie is that other than the detectives, the cops in this movie are real dumb, and they don't care. I well, think that's more the
2: point. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a combination of the two, though. I, I like, think
2: it, I think it's the apathy that that keeps them from right. doing. I, it's a futility. They they see what what the what the city is, and it's like, mm.
1: why are we here?
2: Like like what? I don't know. Tell me somebody that we should help like, I think
1: that that is I mean is something that happens in real life too yeah. in a lot of places
2: Well and and
0: we get into that more when we get into Somerset's retirement and why he's retiring and all of that and why even am I retiring? even his speech or his conversation with Gwyneth Paltrow later on um unbearable unbearable
1: Ah uh, yes this this movie also stars a pre Goop Gwyneth Paltrow. This was one of the first things she was ever in. She, I didn't really? know who she was, I don't think, when this movie came I could out. I can see that,
0: because it was before Shakespeare in Love. It was before a lot of things she did that made her more famous. Um, also,
1: she met Brad Pitt. For those of you that don't know, fun fact, Gwyneth Paltrow and Brad Pitt were engaged at one time because is, of this movie. Which
0: is interesting to me,
2: because she had more more, uh, more uh, chemistry. chemistry That's the word with Morgan, Morgan Freeman, Freeman, Freeman than she did with Brad Pitt. But yep. that's like not saying anything because she barely has any chemistry with Morgan Freeman. I disagree. I don't I know was, what you were watching.
0: I really liked their conversations.
3: I thought she, they had I mean, really she, great she energy. She acts
2: like somebody who had, well, I guess, if you know, skipping ahead, you know, the apartment where the subway wakes you up you know, every hour. <laughs> she looked like somebody who lives in that apartment where like, ah, I'm so sorry.
1: Well, the thing is, and I think the reason she has more chemistry with Morgan Freeman is he, he's gentler. He sees more of her. He cares more about her. He listens to her. Brad Pitt in this movie is not a great partner.
0: Well, also, and I'm i am going to put this and out there. And she's
1: followed him to this I think city we're getting, that's horrible. I'm going to put
0: this out there, and this is part of my issue as well, is Brad Pitt is just not as good of an actor as Morgan Freeman as well. well
1: Especially yeah. at this time, because he hadn't been in a ton of stuff at this point, I don't think. Was this before Fight Club or oh, after? Yeah. This, is this is before Fight Club.
0: Yeah. This is pretty early Brad Pitt, yeah. Yeah, this, this is, is a like Legends Monkeys, of the Fall. Like yeah. When he was still just a pretty boy. This is before Meet Joe Black. This is before- Which was terrible. Yeah. Uh, this is
2: just post-true romance.
0: Was it before uh. or after Seven Years in Tibet? Before. Before, yeah. Okay. I actually like Seven Years in Tibet. Um,
2: but yeah, he's still very much figuring it out in this movie. Yeah. He well, um, doesn't even know how to hold a gun for God's But sake.
0: also, and this is, this is maybe my own- issue and I know Dave you have issues with certain actors. I don't dislike Brad Pitt. I think he's an okay actor. I think what has made his career is that he picks roles that fit him well. Um I actually think in this movie he gets out acted and gets
2: outpaced a lot. Um I mean it's it's pretty easy to in the in the I class mean, he, that he's, you're he's that, in
1: here with Kevin Spacey and Morgan Freeman. In spite of Kevin Spacey's actual Personality, yeah, lack of he's beam, a great fucking actor. Yeah, yeah this, is, this
2: is and this is Kevin Spacey at like the peak of his acting power. Yeah, right. And uh, like, this like is usual. Suspects it was right after Spacey. usual or like same year, I think. But
0: there I are mean, moments that I think were lessened to me because of Brad Pitt's performance, and that that's too bad because I think those moments, if they had been done better, would have really helped solidify the film for me. Mm. Um, and we'll get to those. But I guess,
1: I, yeah, as somebody that has seen his later career and stuff, too, like at the time, although I will admit, speaking of Brad Pitt's acting, I think the iconic phrase, what's in the box, became so iconic because his delivery he's of it terrible. is so weird. It's
3: awful. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ah, what's in the box? I'm like,
0: dude, Yo, you know what's in the box? You should be – Well, how does he, he know what's in the box? He knows because it it's been spelled well, out for him, I'm and so, he should but be he, shattered said, by it. He's kind of dim, Yes, but he should be shattered by that and he's not. And Morgan Freeman is looking at him with like those eyes of knowing and Pitt delivers the line in such a hacky way and I'm just like, "Oh my god, dude, you take me right out of the moment with that what's in the box."
2: All right, we're skipping m- way way. Yes,
0: we, we the are. ending of this way,
1: movie was as much as I love it was my least favorite part. So,
0: I you can it's interesting because you talk about Brad Pitt's young, I think we see the youngness of Fincher in this movie too, um, because, like I said, I think I told you this before we started recording, but this is not my favorite Fincher movie that I've seen.
2: It's definitely like you know what's funny is that he 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 likes he likes darkness. He does. He he, he likes the shadow, but this is very much not nearly as slick. As what he, uh, this is a grittier. This is
1: almost noir, but not quite.
2: It it's well, it's like noir,
0: but with a hammer. And (laughs) uh, but my thing, my thing, which you need for somebody like Brad Pitt, Fincher. That's fair. That's fair. Fincher has grown into subtlety as he's aged, as a, as a filmmaker. And that's why I like movies like Zodiac. I think Zodiac is far better than this.
2: I don't know about that. I do love Zodiac.
0: Zodiac's right? a great movie, but it's also more subtle than this movie. I think, and there are, there are moments in this movie where you see Fincher's future brilliance. Things like the metronome. I think the metronome was a nice little touch. It's showing more of what Morgan Freeman's character is, the idea of drowning out the cacophony with something simple and rhythmic, and mm-hmm. then coming back to it later and shattering it, though I think the moment was a little soon. But... I think that was a nice touch. I think the, and we'll get to it a little bit, maybe um, the first shot when we see the, uh, the wife of the second victim's, eyes with the red mm-hmm. circles because it's far away and it's like in the background and unless you're paying attention you notice it but then he has to give us that hard cam shot onto it and I think that he didn't need to do that necessarily right away because I think the viewer if they were paying attention would have seen that anyway so those I, are little things. I remember things. thinking what
1: the hell is going on because it was just a quick pan I'm like what is what I is feel that? like that?
2: Right. I, I mean I understand the logic of that shot in that you have to be able to remember that later when Brad Pitt.
0: Right but I think the, the way he did that showed his Hit less like his less experience level. Well, sure, because he, he he there.
2: doesn't. Well, and that's not necessary. <laughs> it's not knowing the uh, requisite respect you might want to give a viewer. Right, uh, right.
1: As 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 someone who is a writer and a director myself, right. there is a fine line learning how to make things. Not so obscure that it just goes over the audience's head to get your meaning across, while not treating them like they're idiots. Right, and I think, and that's hard. It is because it's a lot very of audiences hard. are idiots. And I think
0: there are a few times that he does he paints with a hammer here in, in this movie a little bit, um, including the rain, which I do want to talk about because it, we we start off right away with
2: rain. We could talk the and whole it, thing. About I didn't,
1: it. so I didn't get to rewatch this movie right before this podcast, but I've seen it several times, and I don't. I guess I don't remember all of the rain because I it didn't bother me. It never stops raining until
0: me. Kevin Spacey goes to turn himself in. Yeah,
2: it, it's sunny out when he gets right. out of the car, uh. But the
0: rain, it's not even that it's raining. It is literally monsoon levels of rain the entire time. Like to the fact that you, you can't see out the windshield with the wipers all the way up mm. the entire time. And so I'm like, this is a little heavy. Like, it's kind of, that that moment kind of actually reflects into what we talked about in, in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, where the snow starts, mm-hmm. which that was a little bit lighter and a little bit subtle, but you even said, it's still a little heavy-handed. This was extremely heavy in that sense. Like, it was just, like, it would be, like, catastrophic levels of flooding if it rained that much well, for I think five, it, five I, six days. I think
2: it's meant to denote that... Uh, just what a shitty, just another way to, sure. to demonstrate what a misery. shitty place this is. Yeah. yeah I, and, and, the, is and I understand that. I understand and that. It, and it slows you down and it bogs you down. And, and, uh, it I, may, it makes, it makes so many things just more difficult and th- more, uh, I, it's just, it's adds to the dreariness. And I think just the fact that it is constant, uh, I mean, I, I guess w- I get what you're saying in that it's, know a bit much but i think it needs to be because it here's the funny thing you're you're a little bit more probably an an astute viewer than maybe that's fair maybe most i
0: definitely sat in and watched it with a critical eye going in because of the podcast but because probably took notes
2: i did i have the notes in my hand Uh i i didn't start writing anything down until the last 10 minutes and and then i didn't really write down very much it was just kind of like i'm stoned i need to remember this
1: i i mean the first time i saw it i saw it in the theater as a teenager right so like yeah that
2: was school. the audience right and that's i and think i, get I was that. what
1: year did this come out
0: 95
1: yeah then i was in high school yeah. too
0: early early mid 90s um and i'm not criticizing the the thought process behind having it rain and having it rain until spacey turns himself in it's the severity of it and the, the over the top. And to be fair, it fits in with the very grotesque approach he takes in this movie.
2: I, I'm going to I'm gonna go out and uh, and just say that this is, hmm. <laughs> I don't really want to get to this yet. I guess Things is the thing. Th- hmm. I mean, we've been is, all over the movie it already. It is the thing. But, I mean, that even Spacey, or John Doe, you know, I think we'll all feel more comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I think John Doe like that city is what made John Doe what he is.
0: Well, that's it, it, kind it, of know, a pro- like kind of like taxi driver in that sense. Yeah, and, and and, and uh, which I know you haven't seen but Joker same idea.
1: Yeah, I get it.
0: But it came first, right? It ter- 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 the personification <laughs> of
1: toxic masculinity. The, the city has <laughs>
0: tor- torn him down into what he, he's become. He's found this outlet because the city tore him down, and he's found this outlet through God. And quotation he's marks doing in this. air quotes, and, right?
2: And his, his most most of his. It, you wonder why he takes so long with these victims. Who wants to go outside? Yeah, right. Well, always he's always ri- He's writing. He's writing. Journal upon journal, and like, oh my God, those journals are. Psychotic. With I know. The
1: teeny I would, tiny handwriting, the tiniest
0: handwriting, and there's like thousands of them. I'm like, yep. I'm and, trying to count like how many years it would have taken to write that much stuff. And, it,
2: and well, yeah, you you hear uh, Somerset even saying like even if we had you know 50 people reading this round the clock, it would still take us like a decade or something yeah. like that. And i th- I think it what we don't see is that maybe this city wasn't always this way, but
1: it feels very Gotham to me. Which is New York. Well, yeah. Or Chicago.
0: Like, well, it was filmed in Chicago, but Gotham was written as New York in the comics. Okay, but Let's again- be But I mean,
1: it's a, it yeah. is a very gotham But again, the city- Or, right. or any any blue- Pick any blue-collar, steel workers, coal, whatever city that was prosperous that when the work went away fell apart.
0: Well, so. and like fell apart hard. Like that's like kind of going along with the rain. Like the, the, the rattiness of everything- very much fits that too. Like it's it's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's ratty and shitty, but it's t- like to the point where you couldn't live there. And I think it is once again. I think he was just, he just went a little too far with with that symbolism. Of but that. I think
2: it needed to be as hard as it was because it was going to stop. He wanted he you ramp it up, you ramp it up, your but it didn't, and we don't. It didn't. I mean, it didn't. I but mean, but it, it's the city is well, the it, fixed it at the end of the it movie. It couldn't possibly have rained any harder.
0: Right, no, but my point is, that the city isn't fixed. Like, no, the seven, the seven, no, the seven killer, John Doe, his being caught and stopped is not going to make the
2: city any better. No, we,
0: we see people getting killed on the street, like just like it's not being no and nobody because the city. Is it's. I'm attention.
2: sorry, I'm just going <sighs> to sorry barge right in and no, just no, no, say, no, go for it. And I'm just going to say it that the city is a metaphor for fucking hell. Jesus, fair enough. It's supposed to be shitty.
0: I get that. I'm just saying,
2: like it's and and the reason that John Doe brings you out. And so the middle of the uh, the desert is because that's his idea of an idyllic place. It's quiet. Also, a place in
0: God, I I I, mean, it, it's, I know I'm apart geographically would not be anywhere near that city.
2: Uh, all right, that's fine. That all yeah, that's easy. But it was literally like, oh, we can just go
0: go to Death Valley. And well, shoot, because shoot again,
2: stuff. metaphorically, <laughs> I know.
0: I, uh, Dave, I'm not disagreeing yeah, with you. On I'm this just stuff. saying, like, you know, there's I a think reason you're they
1: nitpicking a little bit. I,
0: I, I don't. I, this is I, this is a
1: fictional place, and perhaps the geography of this fictional place I, is different. than I get
2: that way, States. but they I get have that to. But they so. have to be perfectly, or they have to be that juxtaposed for that reason, and that because John Doe didn't bring them out there by accident. That's where he wanted it no, to be. I, I, it, I, it, I, I, it, I get that he wanted that. It, and that's his moment of glory. That's his ascension. This is his heaven.
0: I, I totally get that. I totally get that. A place
2: with no people.
1: Sounds like Out heaven.
2: No- heaven is a place on earth. Um, yeah. So I'm, so I'm sorry. I'm going to smack down that nitpick. No, and with, <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> we're going to agree re- on that. With reason... And and intent. <laughs> I think there's plenty
0: of reason and intent in what I'm saying too. But, yeah, but it's yours. Little, little, tiny, fair tiny, enough.
1: Tiniest bit of suspension of disbelief could squelch that issue. Yeah,
2: really. really. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna shit all over the. We don't know that they didn't take a fucking charter plane and then drive. We don't know. Uh, no, we kind of know that. They all
0: right, fine. We do that. we do know that. Um, but uh, plus, there's a helicopter. Its range is only so far. So
2: that's yeah i i i I was wondering why the heli- the helicopter seemed totally unnecessary but well I mean that's uh he's a
0: he's a serial killing psychopath they gotta make sure that they're protected
2: I thought that was I guess you could have another car behind him i right? I appreciate also that the SWAT guy is the dude from scrubs I was you know what I was you brought it up so i'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question <laughs> would you 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 act yes I do would you rather be in a be hmm. would you rather have this sort of bit part in what is really a milestone of cinema like this like this picture is mm-hmm. uh you know where you know you don't have the biggest part, but man you but you're
1: part of a great project Oh, and
2: and you get some face time when you go into the the sloth uh apartment and uh oh, th- and, I- and whatnot so uh so would you rather that or have be the main antagonist of a B-list uh, sitcom for like a decade.
0: You're really going to piss people off that love Scrubs by saying that. Just so you know. Look, like, I
2: watch Scrubs, but I know what it is.
0: I enjoyed Scrubs. I but never
1: really watched Scrubs, so Scrubs, I'm indifferent.
0: Scrubs fans are hardcore as fuck.
2: Well, the, they should watch that last season again.
0: The last season was terrible. For <laughs> sure. Um, That's a good question. I don't know the answer because... I think his role in seven could have been played by a lot of people. I don't think it, I don't think, yeah, it, but not with that face. Uh, I think, I think it didn't elevate his standing as an actor. I'm just
2: asking, I'm just asking you yeah. like as a, uh, I want, like, media- say, it's like, say it's, say it's in, say it, it. All right. You're a bit, you're a bit player in uh, seven samurai. How about that? <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> You're,
1: We've already established Nick cannot suspend his disbelief for a hypothetical,
2: so <laughs> no, let's I'm just saying, move on. Um, so I'm just trying to say, like something you really enjoy, Like, right. you, if you were like, oh, this is one of my favorite all-time movies, and I got to be in it for yeah, even I mean, like that a minute, great. is that better than being on a, on a sitcom that you maybe don't really like, but you got to oh, do God, it for if 10 I don't years? Like it. If I
0: don't like it, then I'm not going to do it. Donnie oh
1: Wahlberg God. would say, yes, it is.
0: Well, go Okay. I, no, well, I would rather choose because of all the
1: work that he went through just for that small part in Sixth Sense. In the
0: simplest way, I I would choose the thing that gives me the most
2: satisfaction. Even though they're gonna pay, you? well, I'm not saying you don't dislike the, money. the
0: sitcom. If I care about the money, I wouldn't be doing the things that I'm doing. So, like, I mean, I like sitcoms. I think uh, it depends on the sitcom. You, I'm saying you good Scrubs. God, no. are you just ruining this? No, question? I'm sorry. It's a tough
2: hypothetical because it Amanda, it, it, you answered this question because he obviously cannot. Okay. Which would you rather? Would I do? rather
1: do something important to me, or I'm do something saying- that's just mid? <laughs> is that what you're asking essentially?
2: I, but but say you but say you got to do mid for like a decade. It pays really well. I don't want to do mid for and, a decade. And to be fair, it doesn't really. Lead, neither role leads you to much of anything after.
1: Um. See, that's the thing. Is like the foresight and or the hindsight comes you, into play. Oh, each see, time. So
2: now it's hard for you to answer. I it. think
1: honestly, I'd probably end up. Picking the steady work.
0: See, I, I don't think I would.
1: Well, that's why I'll have money and you won't.
0: That's fair. I will never this have is, money. And
2: and you know what's what's moot about this is that John C. McGinley does not have to make this choice.
0: I also yes, and also I think he enjoyed his time on Scrubs for the most part.
2: Well, who who hey doesn't? Guys, who doesn't?
1: Let's want talk to... about the movie Seven.
0: Okay, yeah. So. Going into the movie, John C. McGinley, the John C. McGinley, Uh, the opening credits. I want to talk about this real quick because I had this moment and I told Amanda about this before because she's a big fan of Nine Inch Nails is like when it starts. So the opening credits start before the music. Right, and then there's like a little bit of sound, but not like anything melodic yet. And so I'm like, you're starting to see these gritty images coming up in this like grimy looking video for the opening credits. And I just sit and literally say out loud to myself, I'm like, this looks like a Nine Inch Nails music video. And then of course, immediately, uh, like a a (laughs) remix of of. it closer is, starts playing. Closer,
2: I believe, Precursor is the name of the remix. Oh, is it really? Remix. Yeah. There are many many and remixes like, of course, But closer, I think that one in yeah. particular.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, of course. <laughs> um, which is funny. And also
2: shows how very, very 90s this movie is.
1: In the best way.
2: Yeah, damn right. You know, you're going to talk about the the, the the opening credits, the final credits Also went industrial, but it was during the time when David Bowie was like industrial.
0: Oh, Mm. I didn't. I don't think I watched the the end credits because I was tired. Oh, (laughs) sorry, sorry. I didn't know I needed that for this. I used to. I I, when I had
2: a radio show, I used to play that song almost every show because I was like, because I loved Seven and I and I love David Bowie. So
0: that's fair. Okay, so then we get into the movie. The first victim is gluttony. Ah yes, um, I I
1: as a as a fifteen sixteen year old watching this movie in the theater, I rewatched almost all of the sins like through my fingers. I remember not really seeing gluttony and not really seeing sloth that much.
0: Gluttony to me is the most grotesque out of all of them. Like they they start off with know. a bang on it.
2: I mean, it is gross. Don't get me wrong. It is super fucking gross.
0: Um, yeah, and. We see immediately, once again, the cops don't give a shit. We get Pitt coming in, uh, his character, was it Mills? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he already starts fucking up. And you can just tell Morgan Freeman's character is already like,
2: I
1: got another one. To be fair, he's
2: probably like that with literally everyone. (laughs) Well,
0: that's because literally everyone else in this movie is kind of like that. (laughs) Like, it's just, I mean, I don't, I don't. I don't disagree with him about being exhausted about it. Like I'm if I was surrounded by people who either were, you know, uh, arrogant nutbags who think that this is what they need to do with their life or people who just don't give a shit anymore. Like, yeah, I'd be broken down like that too.
2: Here's where Somerset is at. He doesn't believe the level of, Depravity and horrificness that the city has been, and he just wants to get the fuck out of there. He's had enough, and everyone else is trying to tell him it's always been this way, and 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 they've come to. But even if it hasn't, they've come to accept it. And
1: it's kind of like a lot of people now, where they're just like, it is. It's always been terrible, except it hasn't, but it has, but it hasn't, but somehow now it's gotten to more people. Make
2: whatever city. Not rainy again. There you go. But, but, they don't... <laughs> right. <laughs> Fix the weather. But again, <laughs> not really a city. Just saying. So, uh, it's a metaphorical city.
0: So, I mean, like, we get the, I think everybody gets the concept of the movie pretty quickly with, with this opening scene, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, except for
2: the cops that aren't Somerset. They're fucking so,
0: this is my point. Like, they're not just. In, like, it's not that they don't even care. They're that dumb. Even the, the medical examiner comes in and goes, he's dead. No fucking no, shit.
2: I, here's the thing. I they, this The whole... There's no Somerset. This movie still plays out exactly how it plays out.
0: Oh, yes. But he because, sa- basically says that in the movie at one point. He goes, when Pitt's like, you know, we got to catch this guy. He's like, we're not going to catch this guy. It's going to play out. Like, we're just here to pick up the pieces and, and keep track of what happened. Right,
2: but the only reason that they... Found him when they did is because they have a guy like Somerset. No, chances, right. I mean, chances are your average lo- local PD is not going to have this well-read, uh, you know, guy who who knows classic literature. And uh, chances are you're going to get more the meatheads, and you're going to get Arlie Ermey. Okay, you're just, you're just going to.
1: Yeah,
2: he's great. They, he could be nothing. <laughs> he's
1: the same character in I know, everything, but he
0: was like, it's just like, of course he's he's the the uh, the chief in this. He probably somehow, makes
2: sense. Yeah, in this movie though, he's somehow less creepy than he was in Saving Silverman. How does that work for you?
0: Well, I think Saving Silverman as a movie in general has a real creepy vibe.
2: Oh, that's just because of Jason Biggs. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So. Th- th- this is this is what I'm, I'm just saying that there's no like this could have happened anywhere probably oh well probably in a, in a similarly rainy disgusting city uh but it it doesn't like the the cops it, it, he mu- he knows John Doe knows what the city is sure he, he, so he he knows he doesn't have to work he knows that his work is not going to go unimpeded. Until until he wants to finish it, except for when so- Somerset and Mills show up at his door and he has to improvise.
0: Right. And we'll get there. Um, we find out that, of course, Somerset is retiring in six days, which I'm like, of course, he's a retiring cop. Yeah, he's, he's, too like, hey, he's too old for this shit. He's too old for this shit. And then we get the murder scene of uh, uh, Greed, which is the foil to the gluttony scene and the fact that it's like this shiny ivory tower place um, and like I said
1: yeah there were a couple of well clearly wealthy residents here so there are some people that are that are doing okay right. until you know they get murdered but it but is
0: it is a practice of the extremes in this movie yeah. either either you're in that ivory tower or you're in such un- abysmal squalor that it's unlivable you know what mm-hmm. I
2: mean but it does go to show that um that there's no particular type that doe is targeting like he's yes like everyone whatever your sin is you're all equally accountable for it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter what your resources are he decides you're punished you're punished
0: Yes, I'm. I'm going to get into some of the punishments later, though, because I have, I have some issues with some of the punishments later. But we'll. well get I to should that.
2: hope you have issues with the punishments no, 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 themselves. I, I mean, they're pretty I mean, the,
0: the 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 selection process. Um, like I said, we got the nice touch of the photo frame with the eyes on the wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get back to the office, and they're literally scraping his name off of his door while he's still in the office. And I'm like, that's just cold. Um. And then like the whole point of like the sh- the shavings from the floor were fed to the guy in, in from gluttony like cuz they found it in his stomach and I'm like that's pretty like that that was an interesting touch and I'm like that's wild like you have to eat part of the floor too from the the, the scraping mm-hmm. and I'm like that's crazy um I literally put the, in my notes poor somerset he just wants out and he's surrounded by incompetence um still could have left oh my <laughs> favorite line uh oh i jumped ahead somehow um gee really yeah uh oh they mentioned Par- paradise lost i'm like no shit um but then like uh again
2: oh, not the G- everybody watching this how many are, times are, like, the can cops. you say
1: uh nick Sorry.
3: Just, Finish your thoughts. Just,
2: just like the police, there aren't that. I don't know how many viewers are watching it, being like, "Oh yeah, I recognize John Milton's work right away."
1: I don't. Exactly. I don't know shit about Paradise Lost. I mean, I,
0: I mean, it was going to be Paradise Lost and, and Dante's Inferno, which is Divine Comedy. You
1: could quote that too, and I wouldn't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, we read them in high school. We in, didn't. My high school. We didn't. Fair enough. Um,
1: I had a good education. We just didn't read those in high school. Fair enough.
0: I was never assigned them. So my favorite line, I think, in the entire movie is the chief is talking to them and the phone rings and he just goes, this isn't my desk. (laughs) This ain't even my desk. This is not even my desk. And I'm just like, perfect.
1: I mean, I feel like we've all felt that level of responsibility of like, you know, we're surrounded by clowns. Somebody has to do it. I guess it has to be us. Why does it have to be us? It doesn't have to be us, but it does have to be us. Because if we leave, it's all going to fall apart. Except it's all falling apart anyway. But so, God damn it! I, I
2: think what what is maybe it? I'm
1: the only one that's felt that way. what, what is it <laughs>
2: that you think makes Somerset stay ultimately? His good. He's he's a good person. He wants to help. Yeah. Or does he just want to see how this plays out?
0: No, No. I think he's a good person. I'm sure he's a good person, but he knows there's
2: nothing he can do to like. It's the same, but he still
1: has to
3: try. It's the
0: same reason he gives Gwyneth Paltrow the advice he does. It's it's him trying to be even like he can't help himself. He knows he should leave. He knows it's better for him if he gets out, but he can't help himself with being a good person, and that's his fatal flaw. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> it's, literally, it's literally the thing of oh fuck it's going to fuck up my day but I've got to do it because it's the right thing to do it's, it's, it's kind of John McClaney in that sense like somebody's got to do the thing
1: it reminds it's like so the new newish newest newish Texas Chainsaw Massacre the one with Jessica Biel and Jordana Brewster mm-hmm. so there's a scene where I believe it's Jordana Brewster she gets away She's at the doorway, she's about to run to freedom and she hears her friend's pathetic yep. blood curdling scream and you just see this look on her face and she just starts crying and closes the door and goes back in. Like it's it's a lot of human nature like you know this is going to end badly but you you can't not try. And I think that's his whole attitude.
2: Side note, what came if you had the the DVD of <laughs> Of that Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It <clears throat> Did came- you
1: have to flip it over in the middle? I No, it had a separate <laughs> disc for this. Oh, cool. Uh,
2: but it had a, f- a full-length uh, Ed Gein documentary that is, oh, wow. that is way more fucking fucked up than anything in that movie. Mm. Like, I mean,
1: that movie's pretty tame for what it is. Yeah,
2: but then I watched the documentary after and I was like, I can't sleep now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I want to say this, mo- th- this movie has those sort of elements to, to it where... I mean, if you if you think about it, I mean, this is not wholly unrealistic. It's not. Uh, uh...
1: I mean, we have how many, would they estimate 1,200 active serial killers at any time? It's just a lot of them aren't highbrow. Sure. And also the solve rate, like the closing rate for homicides is like, 30% say, or right. something it's, it's pretty low. real low. And that's
0: in a, in in an era of of DNA DNA and everything.
1: Yeah, we got else. a whole lot of things yeah. that we can rely on yeah. now and How do we, we catch, still can't manage to catch these guys More for often than we
2: we catch serial killers because they want to be caught. They want to be nope. caught. Well, that and nowadays when uh, family members of theirs submit DNA to Th- uh, oh yeah, that happens. Thirty-three and me, or whatever oh, that is. Oh yeah, yeah, that stuff gets reported to the FBI. And, and then <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I've I've heard some stuff about that. I think there was one in New Hampshire that happened.
2: the the gold uh, The Golden State Killer. Oh yeah, New yeah, two.
0: that too. Um,
2: John Doe. We don't know because we get, he doesn't leave his DNA. We anywhere. get the scene of Somerset and going to the library,
0: and I just want to be part of that poker game. That looks like the best poker game ever.
2: <laughs> While listening to classical music.
0: Yeah, those guys were great. Like that was like the one like nice note of this city was the security guards
2: at the library are pretty cool guys. That's why it's one of the three times that Somerset smiles.
0: But the also night. the amount of reading Somerset does in one night is a bit over the top,
2: and that's why he says when when uh, Mills quotes back, uh, you know, Paradise Lost to him, he's like, "You read all those?" I love the cliff notes thing. I thought that was a beautiful touch. I thought see, like I loved
0: that. I loved the Cliff like, like of that course he had close notes.
2: I like that he had to send a patrol officer but to also, go to go get him the What, the what I think is
0: funnier is that like, that was actually a really good way to do your job is to get the close notes. Well, you and, don't have much time, yeah. Right. And but at the same time, like the movie kind of makes it look like he's not doing good work by doing that, but no, that's that was smart. It's efficient. No, and you it's don't a, have
1: time to read all that. Right. It's a it's lot a, of reading. It's a good
2: idea. Whether or not he comprehends it is another issue.
0: Yes, and his guilt about reading it is also funny to me because I'm like, don't be guilty about the clip's Notes. That was smart. Um, which is the only time he's not obscenely
2: arrogant in this movie. <laughs> that's not true. He plays with those dogs, and he's very nice to he, them. You mean he plays like he's a dog? He's a dog. That that's. I think
0: that was a very clear going. He's a puppy. That's who he is, and so of course he's playing with the dogs like that because that's
2: who he is. I was thinking more just there's, an, there's a there's a naive innocence to him. Well, sure, because if you think about it, like Gwyneth Paltrow hasn't been in the city very long, and she's like, I fucking hate this place. So, and, and everybody talked yeah. about how hellish it, is, and literally calling he it. He doesn't hell.
1: seem to notice. No,
2: this is what he, there's a there's a naivete that he has that. I think he still thinks he can do good. Well, it's pride, I think. I and think there's some of it. Well, and it's literally, I'm the,
0: am the savior. I'm the one coming in to fix and fix all of this. Well, I
2: think that's his initial thought, but he, he knows. I think he gets pretty quickly that he's way out of his
0: depth. Well, and I even put this in here because this is the moment where I'm like, okay, I think I know where this is going. And I go, is Mills' pride? Is that the outcome? He suffers from pride, and that's why, spoilers, Gwen's head ends up in a box was literally uh, right after the, the studying moments. And I'm like, he's he's so arrogant and prideful. I'm like, he's got to be pride.
1: Oh my God, this is a horror movie where Nick did not predict what was oh, going to oh, happen. I'm
0: not done. <laughs> well, you just said you didn't predict it. Well, I, did, uh, I didn't predict it there. Um,
2: okay, well, you predicted... But you predicted two minutes from the also, end, it doesn't really count. Also, to come. be
0: fair, it should have been pride.
2: Also, how many, how many of those... How many sins have been committed already before you got to that realization?
0: Uh, two. Two. We've gotten two ki- kills. All right. So you far.
2: say you figured it out. How many by then? I don't Six? know.
0: I, we'll get there. But my point is this. Actually, it's only five. My right. other point is this: is it should have been pride. I think. I think wrath is a cop out because he's not wrath until after he gets the box. Yeah.
2: That. Well, is where the improvising comes in.
1: Yeah, that was kind of the point. Like, I'm going to make you be wrath. I'm going but to fit what? you into my that's, narrative.
2: But that's
0: the the problem is, is that it's supposed to be picking out the people that are the perfect, you know, embodiments of the sin, and instead he's writing his own narrative. But
2: at the end of the day, he's a he he is a psychotic
0: killer. I'm just saying, I think pride. Also, pride was a throwaway in there. I think pride would have made more sense just in general. That's that's my and I we were talking to somebody
1: earlier today I mean, and they, they agreed with me on that they went so I don't know I don't, did Fincher he directed this movie did he write it who wrote it no,
2: uh, Andrew Kevin Walker okay who to my knowledge only wrote Brain Scan before this so Has this is I think he wrote the killer the, the oh new, the new one the new okay feature.
3: this I haven't is seen that.
1: an interpretation of Pride and by two men where arrogance is not pride to them, but vanity is. Yeah. So I think it's just perspective. Like, it's, obviously there are a lot of different ways that you can do pride, but there's a whole lot of arrogance in this movie from all the male characters. Yes. But it's the women that get the brunt of it well, for the and, most part.
3: And so, the second half of this
0: movie does not treat women well.
1: Not even the second half, just the movie right. in general. Um, but
0: it definitely <laughs> doesn't. So we're, we get into the dinner, the dinner date thing with, with, uh pitt's pitt and freeman and Paltro, and we see the dogs which we mentioned um and the, just yeah i mean we we see how bullheaded pitt's character is in the, in the story about how they bought the place and then five minutes later as they move in they find out that the train rolls through <laughs> and it, the unhinged laugh of morgan freeman in this scene is frightening like I don't think I've ever seen him laugh like that before. It was
2: weird. Uh, Mills had a good point though. Why the hell is she laughing? She, she's I like, understand it. Her laugh. I mean, I understand that it. There, I understand that they're laughing at him. No, no, she's laughing at the absurdity. Of oh, it. I, but also, the, you
1: laugh so you don't cry.
2: Right. Huh. Like, of course, it's, She, she of looked course like she's coming through. <laughs> yeah. To be like fair, she looked like she was going to cry yeah. constantly.
1: She. Okay. So. I wasn't sure how I felt about this whole and her whole character the first time I saw the movie because, yeah, I was a teenager and I was like, this just feels wrong. Now as an adult woman, I can only imagine if my husband drug me to some shithole. I had to leave everything. I had no friends. Our place was horrible. He clearly probably wasn't making that much money or we would have been able to find a better place. It was completely unsafe, like... Right. Of course she's at her wit's end. And now, and then you find out, spoiler, she's pregnant.
0: Yeah. and Because of Mor-
1: course she is.
0: <laughs> Morgan Freeman basically tells her, uh, I'm not going to tell you to abort the baby, but you should abort that baby.
1: Right? <laughs>
0: um, Which I thought was a lovely scene. And I, I,
1: I... Well, he sees her as a daughter, I think. Yes. And, and he knows that he's like, yeah, oh, you're married to this dipshit. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, and I I think well he's also not had any it's it's very obvious that no one has really reached out to him on a personal level in a really long time yeah he's probably given up on every person he's he's met in that city at that point you know he doesn't have his wife uh, so what what what's he what's he there for he's not he's obviously not making friends right so when somebody it, it, it took he
1: wants to be it, a friend
2: it took somebody to invite him over and at first he denies it. Or he's like, no. But yeah. Th- but then, you know, she's very insistent and seems to be, uh, or and you know, genuine about wanting to meet him, and and it makes sense because why would you not want to meet the person who is, you know, side by side with your husband in potentially life threatening
3: situations? Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, honestly, I, I, what's interesting about her character, I think she's obviously she portray- portrays. The innocence here, like she's the innocent in the movie, um, she's the only person, like she's the one without sin. She's
2: she's the only woman with more than five lines.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, this movie does not pass the Bechdel test for sure. Nope. Um, <laughs> was that still even, love it. Was that even a thing then? No, probably not. So. No, but even if it was, I don't think it would. I don't know. Do
2: we really? <laughs> No offense no offense to women. I don't think women should have to see the shit that's in these crime scenes. I don't think anyone should, to be uh, fair. Well, it's really fucked up. But yeah. yeah.
0: So then we get the kind of the clues about uh we got the, the, the pound of flushing was great. Mm-hmm. I, I actually liked that. Um but the painting upside down thing was so weird to me. Like cause it had to be redone because the wire was the right way on the upside down painting.
2: Yeah, he says that.
0: Yeah, I know he mentions that, and it, I'm like, man, that's a lot of work. But it's also he the only really had plenty of time. It's also the only murder that le- that was intentionally left clues to another murder. Well, murder. Well,
2: it was it, what it is. It's a scavenger hunt, right? Yeah. But it's the only time we see that in the movie to another murder. Yes. Yes. But that's because he. Well, what are you going to do? Do the same same thing every time? Like, no, it's. This is all part of his, uh, a master plan. I mean,
1: and, I think he's been doing stuff like this for God knows how long, yeah. and somebody finally noticed, and now he's like, "Oh, let's."
2: Would you like to play a game? And and if you yeah, if you keep, you know, making your, I mean, your his ultimate, his most, uh, I guess his mo is mostly the same as far as like how he. No, not really. His methodology is. What it is, but he's able to tailor that to each individual victim, and he 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 had the the dude tied up for a year.
0: Okay, so we're jumping into that dude. So, well, I don't want to jump
2: into that. N- n- dude.
0: Scary. So this is a person who we find out before we actually meet them that they are a uh, pedophile and an uh, an assaulter. Right, yeah. that's so what
1: Kevin Spacey was playing himself. No, no, no,
2: no we're no. not talking. Kevin we're Spacey talking about was punishing the... himself, basically. We're this... talking about the guy who was tied to the bed.
1: Oh, that's right. How is this
0: guy sloth, other than the way he was punished?
2: Well, maybe it's not the most poetic. Uh... So
1: here's here's the thing. Um, yeah, he Kevin Spacey had had him tied to the bed for a year, so I think once he sort of starts this journey of, okay, I'm going to do the seven deadly sins. I think he somewhat, as Dave said, improvises and starts to, well, this fits well enough because I have uh, an end game it here. It doesn't
0: fit at all. Like,
1: well, he becomes sloth because he hasn't moved for a year. He's right. just laid there. But the first two victims, the first two
0: victims, the the... Gluttony death came to somebody that was gluttonous. The greed death went to somebody that was greedy.
1: But I feel this like this person he got,
0: was not s- he, did fit sloth at all. My point
1: is, I think he got the Seven Deadly Sins idea after he had already had this guy tied to a bed. I that's, think he was just that, that punishing him however okay, that's to punish an him. Take. Just yeah. punishing him in general. And then by the time he got to the Seven Deadly Sins idea, he's like, well, this guy fits sloth because, yeah, he's just been fucking laying here for a year. I. That's, That's he, also one of the most horrific things I had seen in cinema up to it that
2: was, point. It's rough. That 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 was and and the only use of a jump scare in the movie, which
0: I saw the jump scare coming. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I didn't because I was not watching. I literally had my hands Fair over my enough. eyes the first time I saw. it. As soon it. as
0: he got his face down close to him, I'm like, oh, he's gonna jump. I off. don't
1: think I saw. Poor
2: aforementioned John C. do not I don't.
1: I don't <laughs> think. <John> <laughs> I don't think I actually saw. What that actor looked like until oh like God. the third or fourth time I watched him. He looks movie. like
2: a vampire. I think with one hand. Uh-huh. He's Paul Rubens from B- Buffy the vampire There Slayer. you go. Oh, he's not Paul
0: Rubens from uh from Mystery Men? No. No. No one is that. I loved Mystery Men.
2: Well it's such a weird fucking movie. Yeah, you and Janine Garofalo, that's it. No, a lot
0: of people like Mystery Man. It's just not it's, true. It's a cult loved movie. It is not. Yeah, it maybe maybe it's loved by cults. my friend cults. Jared.
1: Loved Mystery Man. That
0: so, that's that doesn't surprise sounds me. right, right? Yeah. Maybe
2: it could be loved by cults. Did Nexium watch that? So I I
0: do think that this person should have been wrath. I think with his history of assaults and stuff, why wouldn't he have been the wrath victim? Right. I don't know because.
2: I don't know sloth I can kind of honestly I feel like the writer was a like filthiness uh, and, and sl-
1: sl- the, see I think of this is another also aside from what I said earlier sloth is often interpreted as slovenliness
2: right I think here's my thing
1: like he was gross
0: this is what I think and, happened. The, and what's
2: grosser than being a pederast
1: I uh, uh, literally
2: nothing. right
0: Kevin right Kevin, I think this is what happened honestly and it's not, a pederast, it's, actually. Not, it's not as damning a criticism as I want to make it. It's, it's going to sound because as a writer, you have these moments. They wrote this idea of for sloth punishment, who, the screenwriter or Fincher together is he was drugged and tied to a bed for a year. And that's such a fucking cool idea. I mean, cool and not cool. Like we should do this before. for a writer. For yes, a I get what you're saying. <laughs> How do we like? How do we write somebody that deserved that punishment though? And they didn't have an answer, and they go, "Yeah, we'll just let it, make it work."
2: I well, deserved a punishment regardless. No,
0: and that's fair. They're like, "Let's just make it so he has to be punished somehow." I think that's what happened here in the writing of this.
1: I mean, yeah, there is a certain sense of writers to try to like every movie you've ever seen where one of the characters gets cheated on. The writers have to make that character a horrible person, so you right. don't. Feel bad. I feel like that they, they just got cheated couldn't <laughs>
0: figure out a way to make somebody punishable for sloth, and so they're like, "Okay, we'll just make a pedophile, and then we'll just be like, yeah, that's that's what, that works."
2: And he's the device, it, and also he—that guy—is the device of which F- for to, the punishment. Well, not just that, but also to keep the police completely off balance because they find his prints, and they're like, "Oh, this guy. Well, he's. Well, this isn't really him. He's. Uh, this isn't really like." His MO per se, but you know, maybe he's escalating. We haven't heard anything from him in a while. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, this is a bad guy. So, they think they're going there to, you know, arrest him. Right. So, in John Doe's mind, whether it fits or not, you know, he deserved punishment and it was a great way to keep the cops off kilter.
1: Yeah. It was, he was a means to an end more than strictly fit. Sloth. Even so the, he turned him into Sloth.
2: Because even in the car at the end, he doesn't really say how that made any sense. He no, because he's just, just, <laughs> he's just kind of like, he's like, is the world not better without this guy? Huh?
1: I get your point, Nick, but yeah. it doesn't bother me. Like this, Once it doesn't again, bother me.
0: I will you're say a, again, you're I will say again, I liked this movie. I'm not, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I know. And I think it's because this movie has been put on a pedestal.
1: Well, this is also, and, yeah, You've it's been hyped up for right. 25 years, yes. and now you're seeing it.
0: Right. Well, that's and, your own fault. Well, no, it's not my own fault. It's just the perspective I'm coming in as the viewer right now. and That's going to happen to both that, of us. Yes, it's going to happen to all of us many times through this series. Just so you know, that's what happens. I'm looking forward and to it. And it might <laughs> even happen to people that already saw the movie. Um, so just keep that in mind. I, I don't dislike this movie. I just, I'm just just pointing out the flaws that I see in it. Um, so then we get we do get the scene with Morgan Freeman and Gwyneth Paltrow having their lunch date. Mm-hmm. Where uh, we find out she's a fifth grade teacher that can't find a job in a city. And then we find out the reason she can't find a job in the city is because all the schools are in bad shape. And she's not going to work at those schools. And that's the only time when I'm like, okay, that's not
2: cool. Well you ain't dangerous minds, are you? Right. You're you're right? you're not standing deliver. Yeah. You're not you're the substitute. You're the substitute. Wow. <laughs> two. You're the substitute too. Oh. You're treat Williams. You're oh, not yeah. even Tom Berenger. Oh um
0: that's 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 mean. That's but also sorry that's
2: my that's my Gwyneth hate coming yeah, out. I mm-hmm. actually
0: like Gwyneth Paltrow, and I think she does a nice Ugh. job in this movie. Um she's I think she's incredible. underrated. I think she's no, underrated. underrated. She's, she's done, done some, some th- real shitty movies, but I think she's actually underrated. Are you kidding me? Not kidding. Yeah, I don't.
2: Th- I think when you win Oscars, you you are not underrated. When uh, I mean, you're gonna say, just... are you gonna say that Marissa Tomei is underrated? No, because Marissa Tomei is. People She's was, done way better work after she won an Oscar. But there than, are people that
0: won Oscars that don't get any respect. I don't think a lot of people respect Gwyneth Paltrow the actor anymore.
2: No, people don't respect people Gwyneth don't, Paltrow the person.
1: Let's say people don't like Gwyneth Paltrow the person is the problem. Right. But to be fair, the, sh- the it's funnier. I personally have no issue with her, but right. I can see the I can see what the issue we is for get, other people. Speaking
0: of interesting foils from this movie, we get people shitting on Gwyneth Paltrow far more actively than they shit on Kevin Spacey.
1: Yeah, and that's society. Gwyneth right. Paltrow is just a little bit out of touch and hoity-toity and people right. hate her. Kevin Spacey is an actual fucking predator yeah, I and people seem to be okay with it.
2: I don't think people are okay with it. There are well, enough people but, that are okay with it. But the, the, the vitriol I mean, you get Andrew towards... Andrew Tate? I mean, what you
0: the vitriol about? you get towards Gwyneth Paltrow, though, is much stronger at times than you get towards Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. And it's such a weird thing. And yes, I do think she's underrated because she gets all that vitriol And she does her job well. It's not like she's a, she's not, she's not, not to be mean, she's not Taylor Lautner.
1: (laughs) Aw, poor Taylor.
0: Can't act. Just no, he can. Oh, my God. he's. Neither right. could
1: Paul Walker, he, but he was real famous.
0: Paul Walker really could. Neither act. can no, Keanu the,
1: Reeves, but he's a great guy. He's so. found
0: stuff now. He's not. He's, he's still a terrible no actor.
1: Point. I think he's, I, he's a pretty a great. Niche. He's a pretty stellar human, he's, from what I hear, but he's, he's a terrible a actor. He's a mid
0: actor. He's He's got a yeah. niche. He has a niche, I think.
1: Yeah,
2: so do a lot of people, like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt said. definitely has a niche. But Brad you know what? He a character actor. But he actually has shown that. It's like what character. Yeah, all right. I'm just gonna. No, that is a straight it.
1: up character actor. Twelve
2: monkeys. Yeah, that is nothing like him. Fair Twelve enough.
1: monkey between Twelve Monkeys and Fight Club, and yeah, then Meet Joe Black and oh, Seven actually, Years from Tibet. He's the same person. Fight
2: Club. I can make this. the argument that Fight Club he is, but yeah, I, but uh, the this second I saw I Twelve Monkeys, I'm like, all right, I'm not telling this guy that he can't act anymore.
1: And then Inglorious Bastards, like same thing. Bro has range.
2: i that's not calling actor. that range. That was uh. that was him, but southern. Yeah, it's him with an accent. And chewing gum. Look, I still enjoyed the hell out of Oh, no, it. it's
0: fun. I love Inglorious Bastards. I
1: actually didn't love Inglorious Bastards, but. I, uh,
0: but he,
2: like I said, he just knows how to
0: pick movies. <laughs> there Honestly. are a lot of actors well, ev- out there. Well, like, you yeah. know,
2: when Keanu every- Reeves is one of it's them. It's easy yes. to pick movies when everybody throws the, their best scripts at you.
0: Yeah, Tom Cruise gets that a lot. Yep. Yeah, well, he. Tom Cruise is not a good actor, guys. I'm sorry to tell you.
2: Tom Cruise is an actor. He's adic- fine. He, he's fine. Yeah, he's adequate.
3: I, A think, lot of I was going to say that, but then
2: I thought, no, I've seen some good, really good work from it. He's he's had moments, *Tropic Thunder* being one of them. I still think that that
1: was actually that might be his best role. It might I'm actually be lie. his best role. <laughs> All right, back to seven.
0: Um. So yeah, he convinced. He, well, he tries to convince Gwyneth Paltrow by not trying to convince Gwyneth Paltrow that she should get an abortion. Um. And then, because he doesn't
2: believe in abortion because he's God.
3: Oh,
0: I did like that this, and this goes into Fincher now more. The reason they figure out kind of who this guy is is by doing something that really wasn't a thing up until probably
2: just after this, which is profiling him. Like, no, profiling has been around for a very But not long in time. that the modern 70s. sense. Yeah. Has it been? Did you not know that Mindhunter is entirely about that? Yeah. I didn't watch
3: Mindhunter.
0: Well, so. first of all, you should. It took
3: should.
2: place in the 60s. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. And, but uh, but I, I guess we didn't see in movies and stuff as much.
1: I feel like the point. 90s probably is kind of when yeah. people started doing. I mean, there's literally, it was a show called The Profiler that I watched on like Fox late night in the 90s. I
2: remember
0: the show The Profiler. Uh-huh. I never I, watched I, it. I don't know it. But, is that
2: like Hunter? Yeah, I did see Hunter. <laughs> yeah, uh, my sucked. family, my family watched Hunter every, regularly. Every, every old, every old bastard watched Hunter.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what you are talking about. So. Um, Fred
2: Dwyer is that his name? My dad watched Gunsmoke. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. Wow. Now we're talking. <laughs> yep. Now we're talking. Older. But
0: it was nice to see the profiling in there, and I think it it definitely is something that's very uh, Fincher's definitely into now for sure. He also.
2: Um, Somerset's literally the only person who's going to put together a profile in right. that entire precinct. It's That's true.
0: But I just thought it was a nice touch. Because this um, ain't even my desk. Oh, and then they go to the place, and fucking Pitt is so stupid. This character's so dumb. And, like, he gets a shit beat out of him. He gets hurt. He gets a gun put to his head. And, like, of course, Spacey doesn't kill him because, A, he's got plans for him. But also, I'm like, yeah, he's toying with him. Like, he he knows what he, he I wants don't, to do. I don't...
2: I don't think he knows until he's got him in that position. There was a nice pause because there. Yeah. He, because I think he planned on killing because he's like, well, this guy, you know, obviously knows where I live, but yeah. that will draw more attention to me probably, but I can't go back there anyway. And I'm going to have to, yeah, he, he realizes he's, he probably realizes there that he has to improvise and sees where he can fit Brad Pitt into his, mm. uh, narrative
0: but also like i don't he, i think part of it too is like if i shoot him here is that part is that okay
2: it could be it too he hasn't earned it
0: yet right he it like it's not doesn't fit his MO. it's not
1: the right punishment
0: right um So then we we get back to the the, the place and Brad Pitt looks. I literally put this down. He looks like Brad Pitt from Fight Club or Snatch or a bunch of things because he's like all bloody and
1: yeah.
2: Only I could understand what he was saying, unlike in Snatch. Oh (laughs) oh, yeah, that's another
1: character he played. Snatch. He's a character actor. Anyway, continue. I
2: I I like Snatch. I mean, I could speak unintelligibly if you call it an actor. I actually
1: knew a guy that talked like that, and even his Scottish friends couldn't understand him. Yeah, I mean, I have a
0: (laughs) I have a love for early Guy Ritchie. I think well, yeah, he's jumped the shark since. Holy but,
2: shit! Like, what the fuck happened, Guy Ritchie? He jumped into the shark, it what ate the him, the and fuck? shat him out. You
0: had some really great fucking movies. The first two. Well, no, I would even I will even say the first Rock
1: and Rolla was good. Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll is
0: okay. And I will say the first uh,
2: Sherlock Holmes was good. I forgot he did that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, but I everything were, else has been nuts. But I didn't see those until after Sherlock, so they, fair enough. So they kind of suck. I mean,
0: it's a very different take, so it's hard.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's hard to compare those, even though it's the same character.
0: <laughs> um, so then we get the inside of his home. Uh, we see woodworking tools and a pommel horse in the middle of the room that never got explained. Uh, like there's just a pommel horse sitting in the middle of the room.
1: I think that it's one of those things just added, just to he's crazy. It's, it's so fucking weird. Look you know how what crazy That's, he is. You know he
2: probably used that ju- parkour. Honestly, I he, mean,
1: parkour wasn't really a thing. But the way he chased down Brad Pitt and stuff,
2: I he probably say, used he, it to he, work he out. He was probably yeah. He probably just was using it to like build up his arm muscles
0: on his bloody bloody fingers. Um,
2: and yes. I, my next note is well, you can easily wipe off a pommel horse. Okay, he's not a very good photographer. <laughs> it's not meant to be for magazines. But it's not even in focus. <laughs> None of the photos are but, in that, focus. But you know what? That's that's. <laughs> That's another metaphor, Nick. Okay, for the way he looks at people,
1: his distorted view of what he's how he sees the world. I'm sure is probably it. Literally, probably is that heavy-handed of a metaphor.
2: Fair enough. Because
0: a lot of
1: this is heavy-handed. Not, You're but, not wrong. I love not, it. But. but
3: it's
2: not so heavy-handed that Nick caught it. No,
3: yeah.
0: it's just so like I, it was just me as somebody that does photography looking at it and
2: going, "This is obscenely shitty." It's almost like he was just taking ran- you know, pictures and and you know. Almost like he just dangled the uh, the the camera off of a balcony and occasionally pressed a button. to see I mean, it's happened.
1: like the pictures that you would get if you got to see the re- end results of how I see so many people taking pictures in movies where they're just like, snap, snap, well, snap. It's like, and they're clearly not focusing or putting right. anything in. It. It That's definitely what the picture would look it like. It felt
0: like somebody using a manual focus lens and treating it like an
2: autofocus lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we but get. He also doesn't see people as. Well, people. I guess he sort of sees them as people, but. Yeah. Uh, not those
0: people. Right. Um. And then we get the the, the journals with the, the tiny handwriting mm-hmm. and all that, and then we get a sketch of him. And um, you didn't watch it recently, or did you? You rewatched it, right? I did. I, you know it's what? And fucking, I actually must
2: have turned away because I forgot what the sketch looks like. It looks like Heisenberg. <laughs> It's
0: literally like the flat brim hat and like just that like barely a, like a drawing. It's literally it looks like Heisenberg.
1: A lot of the sketches look like that.
0: Oh, um, But to the point where I'm like, did Vince Gilligan go, I'm going to use a sketch from seven. Maybe. For Heisenberg.
1: He might have.
0: Because it really looked like it to me. And you only see it for a second. So maybe I'm completely wrong. But man, that was my thought was like, wow. Um, also. <laughs> I put. I think Fincher may have a thing for phones and rain. Phones and rain, rain and phones. Like there was a lot of weird animosity and like symbolism used with the phones in this movie. How so? I don't know. Just like every moment, like it felt like the mo. Like the phones were very intentionally used in a lot of ways. Even like with the phone ringing, and he has to like they have to search for the phone ringing in the apartment. Um, the the phone line from earlier, and like. Bad news comes over the phone almost every time in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a weird weird thing.
1: That's also just a lot of reality from back then. Back That's when true. we had landlines That's and fair. couldn't find the phone half the time and you got bad phone calls a lot.
0: <laughs> That's a fair point. Um, and this is very early early cell phone time so I mean Like very very, early. very this yeah. is
1: like analog Nokia phone. Right. Not quite Saved by the Bell Giant phone, but...
0: <laughs> right. But close. Um,
2: <laughs> I think this is my favorite, is they go to the leather store. <laughs> that guy's got the right attitude, I can tell you that. Oh, that guy was
0: awesome. <laughs> like the Nothing screamed that it was uh, uh, an s store until you walk into I was going to say, the like, outside the name, just like... The name of it, I'm like, okay. Um... <laughs> Then you walk in and it is a full on
2: leather store. Uh, which is oh, sort hilarious. of like uh, that place in the city, Good Head. But then you walk in there and it's a salon.
0: Right. Um, and I, I, they're like asking him, like, Did you make this for this guy? And he goes, Yeah, it was. I thought it was for like some performance art.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: literally just wrote performance art. Uh-huh. Um, here's another. And, and then they took his pictures. Yeah. And they took his pictures. Um, the Lust Victim. And I know, don't don't at me about it, I understand that it traumatized the guy, but killing the hooker as the lust victim seems backwards to me, because she is the one that is not feeling lust. She's there to work.
2: She's the... Well, he obviously doesn't... <laughs> John Doe obviously doesn't like women. Yes. Clearly. Um, well, I don't think this movie likes women, We've as we've mentioned. Um, but... I and I, there's no way to say that that and something should have happened to both of them if that's the case, like, right? Like
1: I like, mean, it like, did, it could it,
2: have been double sided. It that did, that is a fucking wicked strap on, by the way. It
1: did, in a sense, like, yeah, that guy isolate I, I, that I, I, I real, for next week. I realized that that guy didn't have to go through the physical pain and right. actually being murdered, but that man is going to be traumatized. For sure. the rest of his life, yes. because of this, and even I so, that. I've seen
2: him in so many things, and he's always creepy.
3: He
1: is always creepy. Um, but I mean, it—it it, you as a normal, sane man finding a problem with this is fine. But think of it from John Doe's perspective, where he's twisting religion, and think of how religious people view
0: working women. I, they
1: are—they are the inciters of the lust oh yeah these men i was gonna say not, they're the
2: tempters. these
1: men would not fall into these traps if these women didn't lay them I, they, so that's fair
2: enough the yeah evil that's like a very republican way to look at it right. but i would also say <laughs>
0: that going the, using these use of he's he's insane is a little bit of uh, a catch-all there in that sense but also
1: well, he keep may not mind. be insane. He may just right. be a conservative Christian. But,
0: but also keep in mind... We, <laughs> and who's to say that those it two things are mutually exclusive? Serial yeah. killers, even though they may not follow our logic, do follow a train of logic in what they do. And so... Just because you don't get it right. doesn't mean... So that. we can't just always throw our hands up and go, well, he's crazy, or, well, he's a serial well, killer. Well, no, that's you exactly know? what Summer right. said to say. I, is saying. I right.
1: literally just explained... Yes, it
0: is. <sighs> no, and I, I, I know, but... And your explanation was was good. It was the the moment before that when you were like, "Well, you got to remember, he's he's a, he's
2: crazy." Like, but yes. Y- well, it, she's not wrong. No, I'm not in, saying in you're that, not wrong. In that, in that, all this makes perfect sense to him. It doesn't have to make sense to us. I don't. But my problem is, I don't
0: know if it like it. It we say it makes sense to him because it makes sense to him in the movie. Yes, but because it's a movie. <laughs>
1: But also even in reality, people often punish the object of lust as the actual that's person. Fair. Yeah. Like, I think that's all it was. And that might have been on the writers, too. That might be how they view well, or did view working women at thing the thing time.
0: I think that is on the writers. And uh, a lot I don't know. That's a lot
2: to just say. The, the, I mean, you're... you're again, keep in it, mind,
1: this is also the 90s where right. we've, we've come a long yeah. way in the last 30 years with, mm, I mean, sexual... Ways. Revolution and sex positivity and yeah. the way we view—I personally the
0: word sex—the words sex work is work didn't exist. Well, to be fair, I mean
1: even me as a woman personally, the way I would have viewed prostitutes back then yeah. versus how I do now has evolved and changed, yes. and I think of it much differently.
2: And, and I think that yeah, John Doe has a much more puritanical view in general. Oh yeah, for sure, oh, um, definitely. So of course he's—I th- I think if he didn't want to leave. I th- he purposely left that guy there for a reason, mm-hmm. and so because he, in one way or another, he he always leaves something to lead to the next mm-hmm. or, or whatever, and and you know what better than a weeping uh, guy who's ruined for life probably.
3: Yep.
0: Fair enough. So then we get this is when we get the big speech from Freeman and the conversation with Brad Pitt, and where he's like, this is there's not happening anything to this. He's like, you don't understand. This is his game. We're just following along, mm-hmm. and. I put down this note, and I think this sums up. I think my my read on Pitt's character nicely, and the movie, the movie's view on him. And I said, he, I think I think he thinks he's naive, but he's actually self righteous. It's an interesting take, taking the idea of the noble hero and showing that he's an idiot, <laughs> because that's what we're doing with Brad Pitt in this movie. I think I've seen that a lot. Actually,
1: I feel like I've na- seen it a lot. When you in mention it, I now, think that I have seen it.
2: But movies before this, not so much. I still think he. I still think there's He is very naive. He and I think he actually believes that he can be part of the solution. But I think also that
0: that naivete is the reason that Freeman forgives him too much in this movie. And I think he gets away with stuff because of the semblance of his naivete, which masks well, his and, absolute arrogance and his inability to control himself.
2: But also, I do think that. At least, unlike, and you know, he hasn't been part of this uh, particular force for long enough, or whatever. But I do think that he actually wants to do good in this sea of people who don't give a shit. Yeah, but it's and through a Somerset who says it's all. Uh, all right, call what you want, but does he want to do good or not? I can't believe I'm finding myself having to defend Brad Pitt's character.
3: Or, I, well, but, you don't uh, have to
2: defend Brad Pitt's character, I, I, but I don't
0: think it's a criticism of the movie to criticize his character. No,
2: I'm just trying. Like, man, I'm just. I, just, I do find myself refuting you a lot. I know, and I kind of and, knew that was going to happen. Refuting? I'm refuting. I'm darn tooting, refuting. <laughs>
1: I was thinking I, more Rasputin, but refuting.
2: But, yeah. but to be fair, I mean, I, I have seen this movie more than you, so you, I've lived in it a little you longer. You have seen this
1: movie more than Nick, who has only seen it once. Just I have time. seen this movie more than so, Nick. So,
2: you know, it. it sort of lives in its own thing in my head and, and and how I have I I don't know, I, I've I've studied it and I've watched it for pleasure and I've you know whatever. I, I watched it in a class once. Hmm, that's uh, interesting. Yeah. And we just well I I, I, th- I think I chose the clip. No way I didn't. No, that's hmm. actually how the movie was brought to me originally. I was in I was like my senior year in high school was in film studies and we watched the Wow. And we watch just the scene in the car with John Doe in the back. Okay, oh, okay. just that. I was like, you, they let you uh, watch this, is not this a in movie high school. You put into high school. <laughs> no, but it was just a lot to you know showing like. I, I don't know. I, I I kind of was thinking about that experience of when they were teaching us stuff, and I'm like, eh, I don't really know if that stuff holds up, or I don't because I it would have been more interesting if when they're driving in that car that. I mean, I don't know if you notice, but Morgan Freeman is never really seen through the the uh, bars in the car. Mm-hmm. You never see him look. You never see the John Doe perspective of Somerset. Uh,
0: yeah, because it's not his focus. But he does look
2: at him. But yeah. you never see. You never see. Whereas you'll see Brad Pitt sometimes behind the bars, sometimes not. But I, I look. I look at his. That like John Doe is not the one in that cage. He's ensnared. Oh, these two. That's
0: fair.
1: I mean, I think that's yeah.
0: Well, specifically Pitt's character. Mills. Specifically,
2: but yeah, Somerset is there as a uh, right. A, well, somebody had to go talk to the the d- delivery guy, and uh yeah, well,
0: we we jumped we jumped a little yeah, bit I'm on sorry. that. No, that's okay because it, it's it's fair, and I I think that's interesting taking like in a in an academic setting looking at stuff like this and talking about it is it's always fascinating. And I think the movie is fascinating even you know with all my criticisms of it. I I still think and like I, I said still I, like it's a good he, movie. I think it's fascinating. I, I admit he's, he's a much better about.
2: filmmaker now. Yes. Uh, but I don't think that that disca- discounts what this film is. I Fair guess enough. Is what, I that I his film neither na- may be just as much as you know is in the movie. <laughs> Fair enough. It's very, it's very possible. And he he came into this.
0: I mean, he did he, he Alien did Three, videos. but music videos where you do have to be a little bit heavy-handed because it's short. You got to get to the point right away. Mm-hmm. And so there's that too, like where he's come from, and we so see it, that. In yeah, that.
2: this is really like the first real real <laughs> David Fincher movie. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. Um, so we get really quickly. Uh, the pride death, I, and it almost feels like a throwaway in the movie, to me. Like, we get it. She had, you know, body issues, and
1: again, it's it's from the perspective of vanity, yeah, not really pride right. per se.
0: And I and once again, I felt like it totally made it not have been the perfect fit, but I get it, and I think it was because they wanted to cut off the cut it off her yeah, nose, spider face. I mean, that's I, literally why they, yeah, they did that yeah. Well, way, but think.
2: also. You know, pre-saw. This it, it, it's it's pre-saw. A, a lot of a lot of these people. You know, were given a choice, or some of these were given a, a choice. Yes,
0: and I did like that part of it, but I also feel like they just rushed through this this one. In the uh, movie. It,
2: it was running a little long by then. I think. I mean, it's it's only two hour movie.
0: It's not Is like it? it's an absolute like. Well, by it's b- not Lord of the Rings. Well, by right. his standards,
2: <laughs> almost all of his movies are at least two and a half hours. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, I was actually when I went to watch it. I was like, oh, man, this is going to take forever. And then I looked at it and was like, oh, it's only two hours? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, they could have given that more time.
1: She, th- that person, uh, it's a false pride. Like, no one is that vain that actually feels good about themselves. Right. And no one that loves themselves would choose to die over having to get some reconstructive surgery. Well, not being as beautiful as they once were. But
2: but is that not the... Yeah, that's the sin in in and of itself, though. Not accepting the way that you were created.
1: I don't Uh, know that that's pride, per se.
2: It's almost like envy
0: of the world.
1: Yeah, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that would... I'm sure there's a very logical word that I'm just missing, but... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Insecurity? Yeah, it is insecurity. I mean, yeah, it is insecurity. That's not one of the seven deadly sins, Uh -uh. so... um.
2: Man, so many more people would have died.
0: So then we finally right? get the the stopping of the rain and we see the, the footsteps as they're walking in, as the as the killer's
2: walking into the police station. And um, no kids, he's not walking with a limp. No, that, he's not. That yeah. Kaiser Sose has shaved his head and he is walking in. And
0: my next note <sighs> from the scene where he's walking into the police department, I ask, Is he Envy himself?
2: Well, to be fair, he does say.
1: So he did get to almost the end before he predicted anything.
2: But I mean, that's still
0: that's still one of those shocking twists at the end of the movie. Uh,
2: Not, uh, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't know if I. I I don't know if I believe you of the exact moment, because it is kind of hammered on you after that too. But also, I mean, it does get hammered The lawyers like, oh yeah, he wants you there because he says he admires you. Uh, yeah, Nick, and he called him before that and said uh, how much he admired it. I think that's um, that, what keyed me up on yeah, it was that, that first call. The,
3: the,
1: but no, Nick, you also went into this with knowing the knowledge endings. that you had.
2: Well,
0: I didn't know that he was envy.
1: and But, but knowledge of the movie as well as, yes. you know, a grown-ass man yes. brain. That's whereas Dave and fair. I saw this for the first time as teenagers. You there was are, no social media, I so I we had that. heard
2: nothing you, about you it. You are a grown-ass man. I am a grown-ass man.
0: <laughs> I'm an ass man. Um, So yeah, we get that, and then he says, "Yeah, only they get to see the bodies of the last two
2: victims." Mm -hmm. Which, knowing the ending, I'm like, "Okay." I I I like how you can be like, "Okay," even though for those of us who didn't know, that was cool as hell.
0: Yeah, no, I get that, but that's my point: is having knowing. You know what it is? Knowing your prior
2: knowledge is just is what has allowed you to shit on everything. I don't think that's completely fair.
0: I, I mean, I I, I did going go in, in open minded. I once. did go in with the caveat at the beginning of this episode and say I am aware that I part of this is going to come yeah, from the fact that what? I, I know, know what the, what ending.
2: the story of uh, you know. Well,
3: uh, we'll of the first what movie was next, too. So it's you,
0: like, you haven't seen the next movie. Maybe you'll you have the same reaction. No, I do because it's on the list.
1: Because Nick is picking it and he knows what it is. <laughs>
2: How dare you?
0: Um, <laughs> so uh, I just put real quick just. Ah the beauty of a chest shaving scene.
2: That was weird, but it was it but it was nice to, to actually see them setting up that they're going to be wearing wires. No, mostly well yes, that is literally what they're setting up. But it was nice for them to have like a bonding moment where Somerset for that moment finally gets to see Kind of that charm that Gwyneth Paltrow was kind of talking like, oh, he was, you know, when she first met him and they're like, like getting to see that he, he was the funniest guy she ever met and like getting to see him laugh. Actually
1: be charming.
0: Uh, So, yes, but also. But that's,
2: that's the, uh, I hate to, oh God, we've already talked about Kevin Spacey, so why not? Uh, It's a very Joss Whedon thing to do uh, where, where you you make everybody as happy as possible right with before, each other right before... Something right.
3: well, well, I horrible happens. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's not just well, Joss Whedon. That's lot of true, but... That. Uh, it's I a guess- pretty common thing to do. Uh, I will say that this is kind of the start of the... All of a sudden, Brad Pitt can't stop talking about his wife for the rest of the movie. And, like... If you talked about his wife more in the first half of the movie, because he barely mentions her, he, we wouldn't know she existed if she
2: hadn't called he and Morgan seems Freeman picked very, up the phone.
1: Yeah, the very first two thirds of the movie, he like right. I said, he seems like a terrible partner. To
2: be, to right. be fair, he probably never wanted her to meet Somerset because he was probably he's like right. whatever. This dude's gonna be gone a week. Who gives a shit? My point mm-hmm. isn't isn't against him not talking about her in the first part of the movie, but.
0: It, it's it's a bit of heavy handed foreshadowing. And once again, I think that is a young director not knowing when to pull back the reins a little okay, bit.
2: Okay. But again, the, the, the they, Brad Pitt is also in a. Now you got me calling him Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Mills. I've it, been using their real names. All uh, time. I, mean, I think we've done we, this. Isn't our first podcast? We we do this anytime we talk about movies uh, or TV. I mean, to be fair, I, we never get John C. McGinley's character's name. Nope, he's just like SWAT dude, yeah. SWAT leader, uh, but SWAT boy, the SWAT, SWAT boy. I'll call him the Swatter. Um, now, like Mills is at the at that point is like we got him. Who cares? We're, I, I got no worries now. So like all that, like whatever he was feeling before, now he's a little bit easier. And now that Somerset That's has fair. met his wife, he can be a little open about it. He's he's They've obviously been through some shit, him and Somerset now. They've bonded over shaving their chests. <laughs> they can, and they can talk about, you know, I mean, Mills isn't the type to ask Somerset like, oh, hey, uh, what's your life like? And He doesn't care. But, uh but he's more but he's more than willing to you know, I think you need that moment so that, well, yeah, it's Just not, now it's that they're... he even
0: does it with spacey though, in the car too, like he keeps talking about his wife in it, and like I'm not saying that he well, shouldn't. doesn't
2: spacey bring her up
0: i don't I don't not yeah, don't, at some point, but thought maybe. he did, but not in your notes, eh, not that well, no, I didn't know you were asked that specific question oh. in my notes, oh. <laughs> We're not on trial here, Dave. Um, Show your work. Having
1: not been the one that literally just watched this yesterday, I am fairly certain that Kevin Spade, that you know John Doe, brings him up, brings her up.
0: But like, it's it's not even like, and he says my the words my wife Mm -hmm. so many times in this last section of the movie. And I'm not saying you can't have that foreshadowing there. I'm saying it's just a little too much. Pull it back a little is all I'm saying. And like I said, I think that is a product of a younger director.
1: It also shows a certain amount of possessiveness. Oh, definitely. referring to her as my wife rather than what That's I don't true. know what was her name. My wife. I've been calling her Gwyneth Paltrow the whole time, and as I, I can't remember has. her actual name in the, her character's name.
2: Uh, shit.
1: See, it works.
0: I actually think it was uh, well. Just all said their my names, wife, my wife, and we all their their forgot. All their names are biblical. I, I didn't notice that. Not like heavy biblical names, but like they're biblical.
1: Joe, Thomas, w- Hannah. Uh,
0: William and John.
1: Was it Hannah then? I don't
0: no. think it was Hannah.
2: It, was, it definitely wasn't Hannah.
1: Okay, I don't know. It's just the first biblical female name that now popped I'm, into my mind. I'm looking it up. It wasn't Mary. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was, of course, my first thought. It a, might have been Mary. It's not Mary. Tracy. Tracy? So that's very biblical, Nick. So yep. way to go.
0: Well, the rest of them were biblical. What do you want from me? Nailed I'm, it. David. I think, I think the rest David, of them were just generic yeah, white king.
1: guy names. Well, no,
0: da- King David, but also like later on in his life, King David. Arlie person. Police Captain. That's very biblical. <laughs> anyway.
1: They're also very generic white guy names.
0: They are. Oh, and you know what? I'm sorry.
1: So it might not have been intentional. You know, it might not have been, but I, I,
0: everything else seems to be very intentional. Just
2: really quickly, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is not off topic, but we have not talked about a a recently departed legend who uh, had a not large part in this movie, but he does show up in a a few scenes throughout the movie. Richard Roundtree. He's the mayor. Yes, he's recently departed. He just died like a month ago. Are you
0: kidding me? I thought he's been dead for years.
1: Yeah, that was like Shuts when I your found. Mouth. That was like when I found. I out love
0: Richard Bob Roundtree. I
1: Just passed this year. No, I, see, I, I knew literally that Thought one. he'd been dead for like three years.
2: Because I, I literally, <laughs> like, the, that day, I'm like, I'm going home. I'm watching Shaft. And Fair I did, And I did.
0: R.I.P. Richard Roundtree. All right. It, he was and, great and, as mayor. It, it's, it's
2: funny because I was thinking when I'm watching, I'm like, this is sort of like when Billy D. Williams was the mayor of Gotham. Fucking
0: yeah. Billy D. Williams is a like, god.
2: Like somehow they don't really seem to like they belong in these movies. Doesn't matter, but. I'm, a, I'm, hey, I'm always happy to see Richard Roundtree, so.
0: um So, yeah, now we're into this final stage where they drive out to Texas and. Uh, we don't
2: know how long they were driving.
0: <laughs> Once again, they had a helicopter following them so they could they have might have They
2: might have stopped for gas. You don't know. <laughs>
0: They're like, hold on, we got to stop for gas and so does the helicopter that you don't know about. <laughs> I th-
2: how does he not know about the helicopter? That is a
0: good question. I actually had that thought. I'm like, he knows there's a helicopter.
2: <laughs> Who said that he doesn't know? Well, they were.
0: Keeping back so that he didn't know—that was their whole point. Yeah, but you again—we're talking about
2: cops that are idiots.
0: Yes. <laughs> he probably—I'm sure he did know what the helicopter. Was I mean, there. How do you not hear yeah. it? Right. It's—it's
3: it's no, not I, far. I'm
2: agreeing with you on that. He could look in Somerset's view rear, rear mirror and be like, "What the? Fuck? What is that rhythmic thumping sound in the air? Hmm. Oh, that's my metronome. It's John. a real big bird." That- that's a metronome job. The
1: cops just forgot that it's quieter out in the country and you can hear shit like that.
2: Maybe. Is it Yeah, that actually would be funny. Wouldn't have heard it. He he goads. Although could you really just go around flying a helicopter in the middle of that city?
1: That city. Uh, I mean they do it in Chicago all the time.
2: Well, I guess I yeah. was thinking like through the streets, that'd be weird. Yeah.
0: Right. So yeah, as they drive out to Texas, like he just keeps goading Brad Pitt, like John Doak, just keeps goading him and goading
2: him. He and was provoked.
1: He, he has to make him wrathful.
2: Right. But, like, well, okay, they provoke each other.
0: But also, yeah, and he's being arrogant, like, hey, we got you, whatever, whatever. Fucking A. And Morgan Freeman the whole time is uh, just Pride there like, before the fall. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very hubris. Um, Morgan Freeman's just sitting there the whole time, like, oh, God, dude, you're messing uh, around and now you're going to fucking find out. I should have mm-hmm. just stayed home. Should have just kept driving like he <laughs> I don't know like he, he has it the worst I feel bad for Morgan Freeman's character so much. he has well, it the, the worst yes the, what the mo- yes
1: I feel like yeah what? what What do they say ignorance is bliss and Morgan Freeman knows he sees it all everybody else is it. an ignorant fuck and can just kind of roll through life and he's has to watch it and, and can't stop it and
0: he has the, the he has the onus of feeling about it like mm-hmm. He doesn't want to feel the feelings and the empathy that he's feeling, and he's stuck with it. It's well, I fucking think I awful. think that
2: rekindles because I think he's kind he, like he desperately wants not to give a shit. Yes, like because he gives a shit, and but then but then you know tries to play off that he does give a he, like I he could have walked if Mills and. Tracy, biblical name. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Tracy Magdalene. Yeah. Uh she's, she's definitely not Magdalene in this in this. No, she got stabbed with a strap on. Um he um if if he doesn't meet Tracy Somerset that is. Mm-hmm. You know, he walks away and probably does fall into the same apathetic you think so? Pool. Because he wants to get out because he know he doesn't have any. He doesn't feel like he has anything left to give. I feel. Yeah, but he still cares,
0: even to the victim. But he doesn't victim. want to.
2: Even yeah, I right. feel like
1: he, if if somebody that you knew, even if you were just beyond done, if somebody that you knew, if their wife and if that had happened to somebody that you know. There's no, there's no way you wouldn't have feelings about
0: right. it. No, of there's course. No I'm not saying he you. wouldn't, but I'm saying like even if he didn't know Tracy, he'd still have feelings about it. That's he what, would, that's but, literally but what I just said. Would, but, I, but he would I still think, have, he would still feel bad for Mills, even though he knows Mills is a fucking. He moron. would feel bad
1: for Mills because this happened to Mills's wife and child. He would feel right. bad for an innocent person who got their fucking head chopped off.
2: Right. All right. Here's a question then: Do you think he still walks away at the end, Do you, or does he stay on the force?
0: That's a good question. I don't know the answer because that, because that, answer.
2: he's now seen basic what he can kind of assume is the ultimate evil.
1: Yeah, the worst in humanity, and, pretty much. And
2: maybe, maybe it's not as bad after this. What or is this the worst that can it, that it's going to get? Or or is this just he? Or is this the beginning? Like, is this how it's going to be now? What is like, the
0: straw? Just to kind of counter that question, what is the straw that actually makes him make the decision? Is it the head, or is it what Brad
2: Pitt does? That's a good question too. I think it's I think it's the. I want to think it's the, head. I wanna I, think head, but it might not be. I think his. I think he. Hmm, I think if he stops Mills, he can walk away. I, I think. I think if he says like at the end of it, like, well, at least I saved this guy from right, ruining his life. That and, I
0: think that feels like a personal failure. Out of all of it, I think yeah, that he specific he couldn't have done anything personal for, failure. Tra- for Tracy at that right. point. But. And he had no way of knowing Tracy was going to be the victim.
2: No, only Nick knows.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and everyone that hasn't seen the movie but has lived in this world since it's coming out. Um,
1: oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? It wasn't that or bad. He Peter
2: Griffin? It was, pre- it was pretty
1: bad. It was bad, but it was bad. It was pretty bad. bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's in the box? Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just, so the, delir- the, the delivery truck coming was hilarious to me, too. I don't know. like Just just van coming down I the road. I love that that
2: dude just... Fucking hightails it the hell out of there. Like, he's like,
1: this ain't right. I'm going.
2: Like, uh, yeah, Somerset doesn't have to be like, you need to leave. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I see a police helicopter.
1: <laughs> also, he's probably got other deliveries.
2: Nice. He wants his, his van. <laughs> oh, that's
3: true. <laughs> I'm like, where about is that. he going to run and, to? And, he, and
2: Somerset's even like, yeah, just pick him up down the road because I right. don't know what he's doing. <laughs> like,
0: I'm like, dude, you're in the middle of Texas here. I don't know where you're going. <laughs>
2: There's I mean, they, they,
1: never really, miles. they don't say, but who knows what the hell John Doe threatened him with or did to him. Or he paid him, him $500. Yeah. He, did, oh,
2: did, he, did, he just so, paid $500 yeah, to so show in the box. up at exactly 7 o'clock. Yeah,
0: and he was—it was it was 7.01 before they even saw him, so he was
2: late. They, well, John Doe deserves a refund. Well, <laughs> I don't think he's going to get it. Um, it should have been Joe Flaherty, don't you think? Delivering it? Yeah. That would be fucking awesome.
0: But like specifically, I want Joe Flaherty from Stripes.
2: Oh, I want Joe Flaherty from Back to the Future too. Mm, that's fair. Where he shows up at the end with the we don't want with Joe the Fla- Western Union. We don't want Joe
0: Flaherty it. from Happy Gilmore.
2: I'll take that. I will also take Joe Flaherty from Who's Harry Crumb? <laughs> you know what? What this this means?
0: Joe Flaherty's fucking
2: awesome. Is I know
1: means. all these movies that you're referencing, and I have no idea who Joe Flaherty is. He's
0: the guy Happy uh, Happy Gilmore. He's like you jackass. He was he was the border
2: guard in Stripes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was on SCTV, yeah. like in the back in the day, with Rick he was, Moranis, he was a dad in Freaks Candy and, Geeks. and
1: I've seen three episodes of that show. That's
2: uh, well, three show. more than I ever want to see. I like
0: Freaks and Geeks; it's a good show. A lot of people did. Yeah, and I, he was the dad. in that. I like Linda
2: Cardellini; but that's she's great it. in it.
0: Um. So yeah, and then yeah, we get the whole he opens the box and like he's like, "Well, fuck!" Um, and people are like, "What's in the box?" And then he's walking over. And Brad Pitt's
2: like, what's in the book? You know, to be fair, this might be where the, to me, where the writing actually does get a little clunky. Because it's like, John Doe has the upper hand. <laughs> I'm like, who words it that way? That's a weird way to say it. And and wait, is is Mills not on the radio? They don't have
0: earpieces. They're just, they're just wired one way.
2: Oh, so they're just letting that's right. them know that's, what's right. going That's on. right.
0: That's right. Right.
2: So okay. So Mills does not. Uh, that, I don't know why that didn't no. occur to me at the time. Yeah. But uh,
1: there are also certain things that I see in movies a lot where I see phrases that I'm like, no one talks that way in real yeah, life. Why did you phrase happens. it that way?
2: <laughs> that that was the one that I was like, all right, that's a little weird to to say it that way. Because yes, I understand the, uh, if you kill him, he will win. I get that.
0: Well, and like,
2: it is a, it is a real
0: tough situation because you know if you tell him what's in the box, well, this he's is he's going to kill him,
2: and this is the situation that a lot of the victims had to do. So there's why it's how it ties in. Nick. There
1: you go. I,
0: I am perfectly okay with the fact that Brad Pitt is the final victim of this. I just think it should have been pride <laughs> for,
2: for, for for personal. No, reasons. No, 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 I
0: mean logic wise. I just think it should have been pride, and not wrath. I think it would have made more sense, especially with his character arc. I just think he was guilty of pride from the beginning
2: to the end. But, 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 how would that tie into him killing John Doe at the end?
0: I mean, he had to
2: become. He even says, "Become red," right? But then, but then, so I think that context at least takes us back to the the sloth thing. He's not worried about what you are so much as what you He turned you into. Or what or what you represent. Yeah, but
0: then yeah. you're not really punishing people. You're literally making Well, it's still
2: a person who he feels deserved punishment and and that's the punishment he decided to mete out.
1: And why but why did he decide to punish Brad Pitt then? I have my own like Be- random theories that because are never brought envy. up. Because
0: he's
2: Yeah. I feel like that's a that's his cop out. That's that's Dove's cop out. Is it because I think, like we were saying, when he has Mills in that alley, and he realizes I now can't go back to my apartment, my options are very limited. If I kill this guy here, like maybe since I beat the shit up, I've already got him riled up. Like he 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 sees that anger in him already for chasing him down while Somerset's like "Uh, yeah he sees the anger in him
1: and I. Again, this is pure speculation, but, I mean, I've brought it up a couple times. He's a shitty husband. Like, mm-hmm. he... So he brings his brings his wife. He basically isolates her. Isolates her from everyone she knows. Doesn't want her to make any new friends. She can't get a job. She doesn't want her to introduce her to his partner. He's
2: Dirty John.
1: He, you know...
2: Sorry, if you haven't Makes seen Makes her those.
1: do all of these things that she doesn't really want to do, but she follows him anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. for all I know, he's an abusive husband.
2: It's it's really hard to get a real idea of what their life is like.
1: But know, it, it, she seems miserable she does and scared. For,
2: but, but at the same time, they haven't been there that long, and she's it's, that miserable. But I don't, it doesn't, I, exactly. So it does make me I wonder. I think she's been
1: miserable for a while, and any woman with worth her salt would have not would have been like we are not moving to the crime capital of the world so that you can get no raise and like you need to figure this out that's interesting somehow
0: i didn't see it as a potential abusive relationship i don't
2: i i I mean i I, i'm I'm sure it's at the very least frayed Uh, i mean
0: at the i think the move made it frayed to me that's
2: yeah, but I mean, it wasn't like I said; it wasn't really that long of a time. So there no. must have, so maybe this is one of those. She's where also
1: very young. I think Gwyneth Paltrow was like twenty yeah, like two. She looked
2: very young. She was like twenty two, and
1: then she ends up getting pregnant, and like she, I think she wanted to leave, but she couldn't. Oh yeah. So again, that's all speculation on my part. Yeah, but it, I feel like it fits. No,
2: it makes some sense. Where like, um, and
1: honestly, sorry to any you know police officers that maybe. Watch listening to this, but uh, your brothers in blue are kind of known for being abusive,
0: yes, they are. I, I will say that, I and s- I have
1: experienced it firsthand,
0: but I, yes, <laughs> I I don't know, I don't get that vibe. Well,
2: I, you know what, and I, I, mean, I could be completely wrong. May, I maybe the move vibe. was this was Mills's idea of like, well, new surroundings and uh, That's you know, it'll be different here, and
1: uh, oh, yeah, I mean, I know that they play it off na- naive and like he's stupid, so how could he possibly be? Maybe Manipulative, but she also, like you said, brings up like how I fell for him. Like, no, you don't know him like I know him.
2: Yeah.
1: That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. So I don't know. She should have
2: gone girled him. We're gonna right? do another Fincher. Throw that in there.
0: Uh, that's also, I think, a movie that's slightly better than this. I don't book. think so, but I don't. I don't. I, think but I do think that's a
2: very. Good I don't movie. think
0: it's his best movie. I think it's a good movie. I, I
1: liked the book. I I, I do. don't know. The movie didn't grab me the way the book did. Maybe because I, I knew read, the story already. Read, but the book, maybe. Was I didn't great. read
0: the book. I also think Rosamund Pike is an absolutely fabulous actor. She's
2: she is fantastic in that. Much better, better than, than Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> you were seen I,
0: I care a lot. That's a fucking badass yeah, movie. She, no, but, a I've movie. The, she's but I've heard "But
2: I've heard the it. Faith No More" song. It's good. Yeah,
0: she's great <laughs> in that. She's great in the one where she plays Marie Curie. Like she's,
2: she should be in more stuff. Um, maybe she's picky. So yeah, that's she's in the
1: Wheel
0: of Maybe time. she's
2: Rosamund. That's true. Rosamund picky.
0: There you go. She's also a Bond girl, which is interesting because she's one of the few Bond girls that can act.
1: there have been a few.
0: Yeah, Denise Richards.
1: Yes, definitely. Halle Berry. Richard. Halle Berry.
0: Fair enough. Uh, also, Jane Seymour, who's amazing. Um,
1: hey, but Seven.
0: Seven. Well, we reached the end of the movie.
1: That's fair. The movie's uh, over now. Final
0: thoughts before we we give it a rating of some sort? Let me see if I have anything else. Oh, sure. Yeah, we- uh... that,
1: that was my final thought, is I think maybe Brad Pitt fit The Wrath before- that and he could see that in him. I don't know.
0: I don't, I, that's fair. I don't, again, spe- completely agree pure with you.
1: speculation.
0: I did put it's definitely a product of its era. Um, I, uh, I understand the love for this film, but at times it kind of, it's kind of heavy handed, which I mentioned, and plays a hair loose with the sins and how they align with the victims. Um, also, somehow the movie left me without sympathy for Pitt's character, even at the end. I didn't, I didn't feel really bad
1: care about for him either. Him. I didn't, I didn't, the, The way the movie ended—that was supposed to be the most horrific sort of nail in the coffin. I mean, it was—it was you know red wedding level. Like we were supposed to feel that. God
0: punchy. And yeah,
1: yeah. Even even as a teenager, you know when you feel it, it it didn't.
0: You know when you Uh, feel it, you feel it when Morgan Freeman opens the box. That's when you feel it. Mm
1: -hmm. And part of it was Brad Pitt's acting. Yes. Um, But yeah, the other deaths got to me way more than that final one did.
2: Well that's also the least considered by by John Doe probably True. but also should it leave you all that satisfied when the bad guy wins like i mean satisfied it, it, in or in the in the weird in the well satisfied in in yeah it's not you're not the bad guy wins so it's not going to be some huge bloodletting
1: i always hated those tropes though where if if you punish him, then he wins. So for him not to win, he doesn't get punished. I hate those. I hate that trope. It's like, well, he wins either way. So just it's punish how, him. It's if he Ashimaru. If, 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 if if well, I was, guess I'm wrath then because well, I feel like was, just, just fucking get rid of him.
2: I mean, if he was locked up and, and jailed and hopefully eventually forgotten, which would be what the cops would be hoping, yeah, but he probably. But
1: let's be real.
2: He probably would have. The justice system also, does
1: not prevail. No, he probably would have been. His I, he,
0: punishment would have been like if Pitt hadn't killed him, and he went to prison for the rest of his life. That would have been punishment because he would have not completed his cycle. Yeah, I
2: mean it. Make.
1: I mean, uh, I guess he got
2: the punishment he wanted. Yeah, he got what he wanted. He uh, yeah, ultimately he got everything he wanted.
0: He's like he's like the Riddler and the Batman. He got got everything he wanted.
2: Uh, all right, so
1: and I mean, I really don't think it would have changed anything for Brad Pitt. I mean, shoot an officer shooting somebody in the line of duty, what's gonna happen? Little uh, well,
2: when <laughs> it wasn't in the line of duty, it, he was it
1: kind of was he no. was handcuffed
2: on the ground, n- kneeling <laughs> was with disgusting. his back turned,
1: and yet, with what we know about the police.
0: Yeah, but Kevin Spacey's white, Amanda. Also, also he also chopped s-
1: his wife's head off and ripped her unborn baby no, 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 from her. No.
0: Legally, he he is not justified in any way. Understandably,
1: and yet probably very little would have happened. I don't to
2: him. think so because Somerset would have been like, eh, you know, this sucks, but. You
1: know. Nah, I think Somerset would have let it slide.
0: I I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think I have said somewhere between you two on that. It
1: part. would have been um considered justified.
2: Okay there. Oh, God. Timothy Oliphant. Hey, that was a great show. <laughs> yeah, not the not that shitty revival they did. Oh, I didn't even see the revival. Oh, fucking garbage. That's too Aww. bad. Anyway, um so all I have for some notes are uh that uh, Somerset and, and John Doe are really kind of the two sides of the same coin. They view that city in the same way, but that uh, and they're both obviously fairly intelligent.
3: Well, but I only mean, one's
2: only one saw a way that he he could, like Somerset, g- kind of gave up on. Well, no, I wouldn't even say he gave up. But he, he's a force of good, right? he, and he he tries to, and he does he does he always does his best for whatever case he's he's. Uh,
0: I actually kind um, of see Somerset and Mills being two sides of the same coin, because they both have a savior complex.
1: Somerset is just Mills 30 years later? No, not Somerset. After I mean, some seasoning? I mean John Doe and Mills.
0: John oh, okay. Doe and Mills. They both have that kind of savior complex. It's kind of like both of them think they're the good guy. And when when Somerset's more like, there isn't really a good guy. We just try to do the best we can. Like, I, I think that <laughs> Amanda just murdered her plant. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying um, to pull
1: a dead leaf off my plant and I just, the whole thing fell. Um,
0: off. I, I think Fuck. that... Both Mills and John Doe view things in a very black and white way, and I think Somerset understands nuance more.
2: I, I wouldn't say that J- John Doe doesn't understand that. I just think he chooses to see things the way he does. It, it, or he sees what he's doing as, as cleaning up. Okay, they're, they're both trying to do something, even if it's not uh, um, exactly... The kind of thing that they, you know, they don't have the same method of, of how to go about it, but and but they both pretty much are are of the belief that this town is not or this city is not save is not salvageable. Okay, uh, it it's rotting from the inside, mm-hmm. and
0: I think everybody that's a fairly main character sees that, though.
2: You know what though, the, but they everybody else sort of. Takes the well, except for Tracy. She obviously just can't stand it. But can't uh, stand you. But the um, but the rest of the cops are all like, eh, "No, another day. Another day in paradise." Right. What? What main character? There's only three main There's characters. Full, I would say four. Fours, yeah. All right, and, and all four of them. I don't think Mills gets it. Uh, gets that at all? Oh, he does. He just, he just got there, and he and he's like. All gung ho. That's the reason I'm he's there. Turn this around. Yeah,
0: but that's the reason he's there. Is that he sees that the city's rotten.
2: I don't think he knows.
1: I don't know. I always get the impression he took that job because it's the only place that would hire him.
0: <laughs> oh no, he very makes very makes it clear he chose this job. In fact, at the very beginning, they're like, "Why are you? Why did you choose to this this assignment?" Because he's a cowboy. Yeah, he's a fucking cowboy. He's a he's a savior. He has to be the the hero.
2: He's got to ride in on his well, white with his white hat. I mean, I think that's. A little of oversimplification, but you're also thinking he's very oversimple. He is oversimple, uh, or that
1: could just be the, you know, male bravado convincing himself that this was his choice and not literally the only place that would hire him. I
0: mean, it definitely frames the movie different if you if you look at it as this was his only option. But they don't frame it that way at the beginning of the movie, and that might be you might not remember that because it's been a while since you've seen it.
2: Um. Yeah. So yeah. John Doe, when he lures them away to, from the city, it's almost as if into another world, because there's nothing resembling the town. It's Texas, basically. In. Or uh,
1: Southern California, Arizona, yeah, New Mexico. No, it yeah,
2: like the Mojave, which been. is probably where they filmed it. But but Doe's world is ironically. The sunnier, more idyllic place.
0: That is interesting. It is an interesting juxtaposition,
2: and there, and it's in that first uh, one of the first notes uh, where he wrote the the long is the way and hard that out of hell leads up to light. So, the hell being the town, mm-hmm. the light being the lack of rain. Revolved that too. <laughs> but this is this is doe's paradise yes well and
0: he reaches paradise he he, he completes the cycle yeah gets it's, killed. It's, it's it's literally it's
2: exactly what he wants he he's set the scene where he wanted he knew he he probably just went out there because he wanted to see a sunset I took it as sunrise. It, they, they said seven, so it's kind of hard to it say. It could be
0: either way, yeah. yeah. I, I took it in the morning for some reason. I thought it was in the I morning. I thought it
2: was too, but they were driving forever. Also,
0: dawn is more significant biblically, I think, usually.
3: Hmm.
2: It is hard to tell. Like, yeah. I, I was actually not really sure one way or the other. But um, look, this, the script has many things that allude to things later on. Uh, obviously, uh, the more classically literate you are, I suppose you might get there a little faster. Yeah. Um,
0: though I did not like the Canterbury but Tales that's a, choice. But that's
2: sort of like... Uh, Never read that one either. That's sort of I like... parts of it. That's sort of like the Da Vinci Code. I figured that shit out like way early. I'm like, why do people think this is so brilliant? Was, like, it's, I'm not even like a... I'm it's no a biblical page-turner. scholar.
0: The Da Vinci Code is a page turner. It
1: is a page turner and I read the book. The books are... Even though the movie is much like Gone Girl, the movie is fairly <laughs> true to the book. It just doesn't have the same... But also- I like, didn't pizzazz, see the movie I because I thought
2: the book was this. Just- none no, of the I chapters. Like the so
0: <laughs> here's the thing with Dan Brown's writing as, as a tangent here is none of his chapters are more than 10 pages and they all end on a cliffhanger. Oh, he's James
2: Patterson.
1: And that's why James I Patterson's read his shitty. books so much faster than <laughs> other people's so books. So one of
2: the people who are writing as James Patterson. He does it days. better than
0: James Patterson. Look, because Patterson, I do not like Patterson's writing at all.
2: I haven't like, I, can I haven't or, liked it since the 90s. I enjoyed
0: two of Dan Brown's books. I read another one that I was like, "Eh, it's okay." Um but yeah, Patterson I can't stand. I can't stand his writing. Okay, final, Let's let's wrap this rate up. This? How are we rating I, it. How are we rating these? We talked about like we 1 through 10, 10 uh based on a can uh movie theater candy. Is that what we said? That's
1: what we said.
0: So, yeah. Uh choose your candy and your rating, uh, 1 through 10. I'll go last. Sure, why not.
3: Okay. <laughs> Are you ready, Uh, Oh, no.
2: Well, I know what the number is. I haven't chosen my candy. Oh, I chose my
1: candy when we mentioned it. Um, I'm going to give this movie eight Rolos.
2: Eight? Eight Rolos. I actually
0: thought you were going to give it a higher number.
1: Because it's not perfect. Um, And again, it's... If if this was 15 years ago, I probably would have given it 10 Rolos. Fair enough. But now it's it's eight Rolos. Age Um, age
0: in aging movies happens. Like it does things. It still holds up. It's still a great movie. But I
1: recognize a lot of the things that you said. Like it is very 90s.
0: Yes.
2: I have chosen to take all of Nick's criticisms and turn them back on him. (laughs) And I do not believe I, I look. Yes, this movie is not perfect, but. It exists in a perfect place in my head.
1: That's fair. Yeah, I think
2: we all have things like that. I also am
1: probably, I'm almost never going to give anything ten. Well, I'm going to give
2: it ten sour patch
0: kids. Ooh. Well, in honor of Brad Pitt. Oh. I'm going to give seven raisins. Seven point five goobers. Goobers. (laughs) So there you go. That is our discussion of seven. Um, yeah. And like I said, I think seven and a half. I, I think that's a solid movie. I think, you know, it sure didn't pause.
1: sound like you liked it that much. Well, I know I, you keep saying that you did but then you're like, this was dumb.
0: very much someone that likes to talk about things and look at them with a critical eye. And honestly, and if And then the movie, my critical eye came back at you. If the movie was terrible, I probably would have had a lot less to say. Um...
1: Nick just so, likes yeah. to feel superior. You mean
0: like yes, that? I t- am superior. You mean like no, you. I
1: said you like to feel superior. See, that's not
2: necessarily I that true. Nick is superior. That's Way what I heard. back when we did that podcast about Fuller House and you were not shy.
0: Oh, but I was very angry about that.
1: Yes, you were. <laughs> because what? Fuller
0: House is a piece of shit show.
1: It's fine.
2: Speaking
0: of pieces of shit, uh, what's your next choice? It's, next? Fluff. it's not a piece of shit. Oh. Uh, so, the next Says film you. we will be watching <laughs> is one that Amanda and I have both watched. Okay. But Dave is not. Okay. And it Thanks. is one of my favorite animated films. Uh,
1: animated? Yes.
0: Kay. It is a Pixar masterpiece. Oh, okay, I already know. We are watching Up. Oh. Ha! You thought I'd be opposed. I did not, actually. Oh. I would just think that it's a great foil for going from It's a Wonderful Life to Seven to Up.
1: <laughs> the first five minutes of UP is some of some of the best cinema. It in really history
0: is, and it's tells beautiful. a complete story, and like also, we'll, we'll talk about it more during the episode. But it is the only movie I've watched in 3D that has not given me a headache.
1: Oh, I don't even try. Yeah, because it may all make me motion. I sick. saw
0: Avengers in 3D, and it didn't give me. I I can't do it anymore. But that, I think that might be I, the only the movie I've 3D. When they did the 3D for Up, it was very subtle, mm-hmm. and so it worked really well for it. But. Anyway, that's what we're watching Guess next what, time. Guess what? I won't be Yay. watching it in 3D because nope. I'm going to be watching it on a television. Yeah, same. Uh, Remember
1: don't. when 3D TVs were like the next it thing and then we just forgot they existed? I
0: still want them to bring back Smell-O-Vision.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Oh, good. John Waters is coming out with another movie.
0: So he would okay. totally put something in Smell-O-Vision. He what? did.
2: Did he? Which one? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> good question. Uh no, way... I think oh, before I Pink Daniel. Flamingos. Like, before I'm pretty Plank
1: sure... Y'all can tune out at Flamingos. any point. We're uh, just going to ramble broadly. Really
0: oh, we John should John probably Wally. wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, and before we start talking too much about John Waters, uh, thank you so much for listening That'll to the films. later. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure. We've all seen Serial Mom, though, so that's too bad. Uh, um, Thank you so much for, watch- or for listening. You're not watching. that. You can be watch... watch-, thanks, for watch, seven, watch yeah, mean, thanks for watching 7, I guess. Thanks for watching 7. You should watch it. It's great. Hopefully, you're watching the movies before you listen to the podcast, or as you listen to the that'd be interesting um Don't we,
2: just we can we put you on like one channel so they can ignore all the negativity and uh the... just yeah the, the musto cut yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm amanda davila i'm
0: nick Mataragas. <laughs> i'm cut he's dave please rate <laughs> it rate and review us on itunes let people know if you have a movie suggestion you can email us at memoriamdevelopment.com thank you so much Tune in next time for Up.
2: Up yours.
0: Ooh.